This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, May 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, John Fetterman will win the Pennsylvania Democratic Senate primary. ABC News projects capping a bizarre final few days of the campaign after the lieutenant governor suffered a stroke last week. Fetterman checked into a hospital in Lancaster on Friday as he was on his way to a campaign event. Uh, he said that his stroke was caused by an atrial fibrillation, a type of irre- irregular heartbeat that potentially uh, serious that could potentially be serious but is treatable. He has been in the hospital ever since and he underwent a successful nearly three-hour surgery on Tuesday to implant a pacemaker that includes a defibrillator. Defibrillator. While the hospital stay in, uh, injected a level of uncertainty into the race, Fetterman had long been the front runner, holding a steady polling lead over U.S. Repre- Representative Connor Lamb and State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta. It's, it's, it's interesting we think two heart incidents right up against the election it is it is unique well and i i was wondering why they came out with the news yesterday it like it came out they it broke at like 3 30 3 45 i'm like why don't you wait till the end of the day well yeah well they were sitting on it a little bit but, yeah. but i mean still you know it is what it is and the guy the, the guy seems you know fine Fetterman is difficult to pin down politically and looks nothing like a traditional politician, uh, something that set him apart from his primary opponents. He stands at six foot uh, eight inches and better known for wearing shorts and hoodies than ties and suits. While Fetterman, surrounded by his dad, brother, and his campaign manager, watched the results come in from his hospital bed in Lancaster. His supporters gathered in Pittsburgh to cheer the win, uh, look forward to general election, and listen to a speech from his wife, Giselle. Police in Toms River, New Jersey, say an 18-year-old died after he became came trapped in the sand while digging a large hole on the beach. According to police, crews were dispatched at about 4.09 p.m. Tuesday to the beach entrance near Seaview Road on the Barrier Island. Police said 18-year-old Levy uh, Caverly of Maine and his 17-year-old sister were digging a large hole when it collapsed and trapped them. The 17-year-old was rescued and treated at the, sl- at the scene, police say, uh, but the 18-year-old did not survive the collapse. Crews are still working to recover his body. This, this happens... I mean, every now and then, every now and then, yep. and and, be, and I think you, you know you get building a home, but see how deep it is. And but structurally, um, you know, you have that all that sand come down on you, and you're it's like being trapped in an avalanche; you can't move. Well, yep. and how quickly they're still trying to recover his body. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It, yeah. So he's like he's lost in there. Yeah. Awful. It's horrible. Emergency crews from neighboring towns also responded to the scene to assist in rescue efforts. Police in Hatfield Township, Montgomery County are alerting residents to another bear sighting in the area. Please be advised we have received numerous phone calls in regards to a bear sighting. The Hatfield Township Police Department posted on their Facebook late Monday night. <laughs> they also posted two images of the bear. Bear watch. According to police, the bear... Holy no way. <laughs> really? Holy no way. No way. No way. <laughs> oh, mama. According to police, no way. The bear was spotted in the area of the 2900 block of Woodview Drive and Line no Lexington way. Road. Police warned res- Police Sorry. warned residents not to approach Dog. the bear. The bear. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite. It's because it's so what does Dog. it mean? Dog. The bear. <laughs> 
so obviously don't approach the bear. They say no. to keep pets inside and keep your doors locked. Why keep your doors locked? Can they open the door? They are very good. Yeah. They have been. Have yeah. you not yeah. been listening to the bizarre file? They've been opening car doors. They've been opening house doors. That's crazy. No Kathy, yeah, they're telling real. you to change all your passwords as well. <laughs> <laughs> These things are sophisticated. Very smart. Very smart. It used to be bear one, two, three. Yeah. You know, they're just guessing so easily. They know it now. Uh, police say the Pennsylvania Game Commission has been notified. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the San Diego Padres last night at the ballpark. What the f*** is this? Mike Clevenger threw one hit ball over five shutout innings and combined with two relievers to lead the Padres to a 3-0 shutout win over the Phils. The series continues tonight and Zach Wheeler will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 645. In the NBA playoffs, the Heat came back to beat the Boston Celtics in last night's Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler scored 27 of his 41 points in the second half, and a huge third quarter by the Heat carried them to a 118-107 win. Game 2 is tomorrow night in Miami, and tip-off is scheduled for 830. The Dallas Mavericks will play the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. That series begins in California tonight at 9 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Panthers 4-1 in last night's Game 1 in South Florida. The puck will drop for Game 2 tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And in the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche beat the St. Louis Blues 3-2 last night in Denver. Game 2 is also tomorrow night. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. And uh, Wednesday morning, here we go. Secret text where we got something set up for you. I think you'll like this. Tickets to see that Bill Burr show on Friday, September 16th at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets don't go on sale till Friday. So we got your shot at winning them beforehand. Uh, text the word secret to 39333. We send that word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with the word designated caller wins, and we'll grab a random text on top of that, too. So we have two pairs to give away. Let's get you one of them, all right? So you can get started on that right now. Uh, let's see. Guests on the program. Uh, well, we're going to go on Fox Good Day. It's another Wednesday thing that we do. And also, our buddy John Brazier is stopping by. So uh, the Phil's are hosting the Padres tomorrow. And John's going to bring by, I think, some culinary. Uh, yeah. Did we finally lights? shame him properly? I think we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shame him uh, properly. Did. So Brage is going to come in. We always <laughs> love talking to John, and he'll bring us some goodies. And I think he might be bringing that. Was it jalapeno peanut butter? Peanut butter and jalapeno jelly burger. Oh, okay. All so right. We're going to sample yeah, we're some of that this morning and see what that's all about. But anyhow, uh, we'll see what else we can get into. But we need to award a cool teacher. So we have got uh, the Presidency of Coolest Teacher Award underway, our 10th year of doing this. Yesterday, uh, we had thrown it out to Unionville High School in Kennett Square, PA, and asked them to text in and let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the past year has been. And we've got a winner. Oh, boy. And we are happy to announce that the coolest teacher of the year at Unionville High School is Mr. Nick Deldano. Yep. So apparently the students felt that uh, Nick, that Mr. Del Dotto, 
has deserved this honor, and he teaches social studies. Okay. And listen, if you can if you can get kids to like you and you're a social studies teacher, oh, yeah. that's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> I always love social studies. It's did you love yeah. it? I hated so it. Did I, yeah. Preston. Now I like it. You know what I mean? I've told you before when my kids uh, were in middle school and they started taking social studies, and I said all of a sudden I'm like, oh. wow, Mesopotamia was really interesting. <laughs> oh. I had no idea. Right. Uh, but at the time, I just absolutely did not care. We're looking at a picture of Mr. Delgado, and he's wearing a bow tie in his yes. staff picture, so he's got a little bit of style to yeah. him. Uh, so maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him, but nonetheless, we are going to award him a small token on behalf of the students at Unionville High School. I was wondering what that was. You're playing a super tramp. It's a great song. Uh, and we're going to give him the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug just as a memento, a little token from the students. So congratulations. That means that we get to choose another school. Steve, it is your turn to do so. Right. Grab into the magic container and pull out a school and tell us who it is. All right, he's going deep in. Wow, you... that's a real sound effect. That's the, that is not the that's Steve. the junk drawer. <laughs> I'm, I'm forever the professional. Okay, all right, here it comes. All right, let's see who it is. This dro- is really dropped dragging us out. Let's <laughs> see the name on this folded piece of paper as I am opening it. Pittman High School, Pittman, Pittman, New Jersey. All right, Pittman <laughs> High School in Pittman, New Jersey. We're going to set this up and give you 24 hours to vote for who you think the coolest teacher should be or is. And it's real simple to do. You just text the word TEACHER to 39333, and we're going to send you the voting link. So, again, Pittman High School in Pittman, New Jersey. Text the word TEACHER to 39333, and you get 24 hours uh, to vote. And uh, please uh, get the word out if you go to Pittman, if you have a student that goes to Pittman, whoever it is. Uh, let them know that they have been chosen, and uh, we'll see if the school can get the word out to the students as well. And then tomorrow, we'll announce who the teacher is. Anything interesting about the school, Nick? Erica Scan- uh, Scanlon, class of 2000, Miss New Jersey, 2004. Oh, there you go. And then uh, the Crispin family did really well in sports. Okay, that's what we know about Pittman High School. The famous Crispin family. Yeah. We'll find out more uh, between this time tomorrow, between now and this time tomorrow. So, nonetheless, uh, let's get you going, Pittman. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second, and we will get to the entertainment report. The stupid question, that stuff is coming up. Hang in there. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to ask a stupid question this morning, and we are going to give away a prize. That prize is a pair of tickets to see Pauly Shore. He's coming to town this weekend, and he will be at Punchline Philly. So this is for the 945 show. Very interesting question from a listener, and unfortunately I don't see the uh, their name on this uh, list that, that I printed up from them because they sent in a few questions, but this is a great one. Okay. Madonna, a massive hit, 1990 with Vogue. 
And in the wrap in the middle, it lists 16 ladies with an attitude and fellas that were in the mood. Mm-hmm. Name three of them. Just three. All right. Just That's three. all we need. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. In the middle of the song Vogue from Madonna, uh, she goes on about 16 uh, fellas that were in the mood and ladies with an attitude. You just need to name three of them. 215-263-WMMR. We'll get a caller and get a winner and pass that along. We're going to go through some birthdays while we wait for an answer. Today's Wednesday, May 18th. The great Reggie Jackson oh, man. celebrates his birthday today. Mr. October uh, is 76 years old today. Biggest accomplishment, uh, the naked gun? Or the candy bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was named after him. I'm not really sure. Uh, naked gun was awesome. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he's he going to kill the queen, you know. Yeah, he found uh, there was there was a gun hidden under second base. Second I think. Base, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I must kill the queen. <laughs> and it's great because, like, the moment they they he like goes into this robotic, yeah. <laughs> clearly you know overacting thing. Right, he's not a robot, but he's walking like yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He was great. Uh, he is uh, seventy six years old today. Uh, it's also Tina Fey's birthday. Upper Darby's own. Tina Fey, 52 years old today. She had a long run as one of the... Um, uh, <laughs> as one of the longest head writers on the series. Yeah. Now, that, that effect is only for when I award points. I know. I just, Delco, we and I'm we haven't going, heard it in a while. I'm like, like, I, I, missed, I missed that sound. Just reminding you. Uh, you know what? Have we ever spoken to her? I don't know if we ever I have. don't think... Ooh, maybe... Maybe years. a phone call a long, long Possibly. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, I, did I, she get into Del? Has she shunned Delco or no? no? Okay, so she no. loves the area. I think she hates us. No, 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 no. Yeah. She vacations in Westbrook Park uh, quite often, so she likes to hang out by Seminaris Pizza. Marissa, Kathy, do you remember that we hosted an event with her? Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I oh, looked at your was... face and I was like, "You don't remember don't doing re- that?" No, not at all. Um, oh, and she was very nice, and we chatted with her about the area and her being from here. Cool. Uh, by the way, that little scar on her face is a knife attack. Yes, she was playing on her front, her front yard. Front lawn. Little girl. There you go. That was it in Delco? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. She, got, she got cut in the face. Oh, my God, that's awful. Somebody yeah. from Bucks County was down there. No. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, so she's 52 today. Uh, Jack Johnson, the Hawaiian-born uh, singer-guitarist. I was just off for tickets to see him. He's in uh, Camden in June. It's a Saturday night in June. I've seen him before a few times. It's a really mellow show, uh, and a lot of hot women attend a Jack Johnson show. Oh, really? Yeah. I have tried. Uh, it's a, it's to get into taste. Jack Johnson, and it's, it doesn't really do it for me. And I, it's pleasant enough, but I, but yeah. I, I don't hear songs that go, no, that's a great song. You know Fine. what I mean? I agree You're not going to go and rock out at, the, at a Jack Johnson show, but no. it's, it's a really nice time. And if you have a nice night in an outdoor venue, it's a good it's a good time. Preston, yeah. go and show up with uh, Kiss Makeup on. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure Bill likes him. Oh, really? Jack Johnson? Yes. Really? I, him, Bill and I had a conversation uh, about him. This was years ago. But, I need you to uh, stop talking. <laughs> but I, I think that he likes him. I can see that. Yeah. Um, for you, Preston, his music would be good poolside. The Mondo Falls. I, or, I have a song called Banana Pancakes. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's in one of my chill uh, playlists for sitting by the pool. But... I could sing, but I 
I get kind of bored with him pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, very popular and very successful. He is 47 years old today. Uh, Chow Yun-Fat. Yes, great. Uh, the actor, the action actor, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, The Replacement Killers, Bulletproof Monk. One of the most incredibly riveting openings of any movie is the movie Hard Boiled with him. There is a gunfight in the beginning of that movie that is just insane. He turns 67 today. Uh, and then a guy we had on the show, uh, might have been just last year, uh, very funny, talented keyboardist, Rick Wakeman of Yes and Casey. He wasn't in this version of the band. <laughs> That yes, he's in that. Just go with that one every time. <laughs> but he, the other guy, wasn't in this. Bill yeah. Bruford. Yeah, no, he was in this. They, they were in the. They were in the oh, band together. They were in we'll yes see. together. And it turns out Rick Wakeman's very funny. He is hilarious. Very funny. Really, yeah. really friendly, funny guy. I always thought he would be this dark, brooding, and because he wore his cape on stage. It's all for the art. Yeah, no, he's a funny guy and uh, celebrated an amazing keyboardist. He certain turns uh, seventy-three years old today. Last birthday comes from the world of country music. Mr. George Strait um, legend. has his birthday today. Yeah, he is uh, 70 years old. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. Madonna, in her hit Vogue, uh, mentions a bunch of names in the middle of the song. 16 ladies with an attitude and fellas that were in the mood. And we are trying to get you to name three of them. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Ken. See if we can get the answer. Hey, Ken, good morning. There it is. All right, Ken, name three, please. Uh, DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, and Jimmy Dean. That is correct. I'll give you the full list of 16 in a second. Uh, But Ken is going to get a pair of tickets to see Pauly Shore this Saturday at 945 at Punchline Philly. Tickets are on sale now. PunchlinePhilly.com for each of Pauly's shows this weekend. So, did Marissa pull the audio here? So Harlow and Jean are two different people. Okay. Uh, okay. I didn't know that one. That, ever. Th- yeah, Lauren Catherine Lana oh. too. I oh. thought she was saying Manitou. I thought Manitou. You thought that, that movie? Attitude. That sci-fi yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Attitude. Yeah, Lauren Catherine's Attitude. Attitude. No. Attitude is what That's I heard. That's where an, an Indian grew out of the woman's neck. <laughs> no. That's Manitou is the movie was gotcha. what I was referencing. Uh, yeah. I was referencing now, yes. Wait, this is one that I sing. I know it's wrong. I know these are not the lyrics, but I never knew what it was. <laughs> Ginger Rogers, Gingivitis. Gingivitis? Oh, but can you play it. that part again? Does she, Oh is she God. going through oral diseases at yeah. that point? Yeah. Listen, I was wondering I, why there was blood all around her mouth. I knew it's on that, but to me, that's what I hear. Gingivitis, canker soul. Kelly, hollow jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, gingivitis, dance on air. Gingivitis, dance on air. Wow, I never thought of gingivitis <laughs> like that. You, uh, right have... next to F- Fred Astaire, it was Fred and Ginger, you know what I mean? It's a, the... Listen, it's you're a dancer. Did it? I love to dance the gingivitis with you. <laughs> I just heard gingivitis. That's all. They have style, they have grace. Rita Hayward. You gotta get the last name of Lawrence, Catherine, Manitou, Betty Davis. We love you. Betty Davis is the last name so, amongst Preston, that list. Is Jimmy Dean on this list solely so they could include magazine in the uh, probably <laughs> probably Jimmy, on the cover yeah. of a magazine? Jimmy top. Dean. Um, <laughs> so the only one I don't know it says uh, Grace Kelly Harlow Jean. Who would Jean, Jean Harlow? Oh, Jean Harlow. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh. She was phrasing it. Carlo in a, Jean. Yeah. Oh, I yes. thought it was Norma Jean. Uh, Simmons No, Jean. because uh, Monroe is already mentioned. Oh, yeah. She's the second name mentioned. So Is it Jimmy Dean the sausage guy or James Dean the actor? Jimmy <laughs> Dean the sausage, the sausage guy. guy. Yeah. Of course. Come on. Gave good sausage. <laughs> Link or Patty, I don't care. He had really stellar hair. <laughs> Really it played a part day. into how he got gingivitis. So. Sausages. so much, so much pork, gingivitis, <laughs> sausage, and gingivitis. Yeah, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. all right. Then who is? I've been drinking. <laughs> then says Rita, Rita Hayworth gave good face. Lauren, who would Lauren be? Lauren McCall. Lauren McCall. Right. Uh, Catherine Hepburn right. is next. Lana would be Lana Turner. Yes. And uh, then Betty Davis. Okay. All right. Glad we got that all worked yeah. out. Thank you. Thank you, mystery listener, for sending me that question. I appreciate it. All right. On to the celeb stuff here for you, friends. We're going to begin with uh, Amber Heard. Uh, during the final day on the stand yesterday, uh, the actress said that Johnny Depp can't look at her because he's guilty. Heard's attorney. You're guilty. Uh, Heard's attorney, Elaine uh, Bredoft, had asked Heard why she told Depp's lawyer, Camille Vasquez, that she knew Depp couldn't look her in the eye. She said, because he's guilty. He knows he's lying. Otherwise, why can't he look at me? I survived that man. I'm here. I'm able to look at him. Uh, Depp seemed to find this response amusing as he leaned over to say something to one of his lawyers, and then he laughed, apparently. very funny. Now, uh, on the heels of that, uh, she could be facing, or it's uh, speculated that Amber Heard could face uh, a police probe amid claims of perjury. Uh, the star had admitted and not, and she, she had admitted not giving three point five million dollars from her divorce settlement uh, with Johnny to charity, despite telling the high court that she had. So she told one court one thing and told this court another thing, which makes her at least it makes it a possibility of perjury. Yeah, of perjury. So uh, after the couple divorced in two thousand sixteen, she said that she would split the seven million dollars settlement between the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles and the American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, but giving evidence in their libel trial on Monday, she said that she has yet to make the full donation because Johnny, quote, sued me for $50 million in March 2019. It came despite the actress <clears throat> having claimed on several occasions, including under oath, at their uh, U.K. high court libel case that she had. Uh, Depp's lawyer also argued yesterday that Heard had the money for months before the lawsuit, yet failed to donate the money as she promised. Uh, the disclosures led to accusations that Heard misled the public when talking about the donations on talk shows and may mm. have lied under oath. She could uh. face a perjury probe, but that's speculation as of now. So at the end of the day, when all this shakes out, what's what's that going to look like? Like, wh- what level of benefit does do either of them get from this? I'm just curious. Can you look into the future, Preston? Uh, you know what? It's it's a good question because yeah. all of this has been dragged out in the public. Right. And you, it, no matter what the jury's decision is, the public's going to have an opinion on it. Well, and SNL. Neither, and, and it's going to be bad for both of them, no matter, you know, it just depends on how many people believe. You're so. exactly right. SNL's opened up the show with a skit about the trial. Yeah. So it's become now pop culture, yeah, Christopher comedy. Yep. Yesterday, Bob Saget's friends and family paid tribute to the late actor on what would have been his 66th birthday. Uh, Saget's wife, Kelly Rizzo, posted photos of the star uh, from a trip to Mexico last year. Happy birthday, my love, she wrote. These pictures and video were taken exactly one year ago in Mexico, and we always celebrated our birthdays together with a trip. Um, And she uh, continued saying this last trip was so special. Uh, We both celebrated each other so big. You never know. When something is going to be the last time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so grateful that he was showered with all the love he deserves. I pray that he can see all the love uh, that he's already getting from around the world today. Honey, everyone loves you so damn much. It does hurt still, doesn't it, to think about 
the friend we had a friendship, certainly not like she had or obviously the other comedians and people in his life, but he was a friend of the show and he was Still. a good friend. Yeah. And every time we talked to him, it felt like um, you know, we just picked up right where we were it was before. So comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah. So uh, his on screen daughter Candace Cameron Bray and his good friend John Mayer also shared a post in memory of the comedian. So uh this this is a cool story. Uh even Spiegel who is a Snap co-founder, and his wife, Miranda Kerr, the, yes. the model who we've mentioned from time to time, uh, are paying off the student loans for Otis College of Art and Design's 2022 graduating That's class. awesome. Wow. I love when that happens. That's and, great. And he announced it at the commencement. Kathy, you should do Westchester. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Otis president uh, Charles Hershorn <laughs> told the students at the Sunday ceremony, we know that for the most of you, that most of you and your families, the share burden of student debt is a heavy price that you pay for an exceptional Otis education. We understand that this debt can compromise your future and limit your creative ambitions, and we do not want to see this happen. And he goes on to announce that the school was given, quote, the largest gift in the history of Otis College wow. uh, through their Spiegel Family Fund. And he said that their gift will enable you to repay your student loans. How, like, do they have give any idea as to what the price was? I'm I didn't sure it's see. chunky. I didn't see Kathy, uh, a number. We could call it the driving to Alaska fund. Hershorn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, said that 77% of Otis students are people of color and more than 90% carry student loans. He said everyone is trying to process what's happening. It is absolutely joyous. Could you imagine that? Uh, Spiegel became a billionaire at the age of 25, according to Forbes, and his net worth is roughly $5 billion. It was like a billion! And Spiegel said during his speech, I can confirm this is an extraordinary talented class of 2020. This honor is especially meaningful to me because Otis has played such an important role in my life as a designer. I recalled attending a high school summer program at Otis College when he was 15 years old. He said that the program was tough with harsh critiques, but ultimately made him a better designer. And he also reminded graduates that they have the power to create a better future as they move on from college. And at the end of his speech, he congratulated the graduating class and said that they would do amazing things. That's pretty awesome. It is awesome. I remember wow. when I finally paid off my uh, loan. I-, I benefited by going to a very cheap, inferior school. I made the right choice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and it's it's... It- always looms over you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in her new book, Mean Baby, a memoir of growing up, Cruel Intentions actress Selma Blair confesses that she has, in fact, sunk her teeth into multiple celebrities. She goes on to detail how she ended up biting Sienna Miller, Seth MacFarlane, and Kate Moss. Uh, she shared that she introduced herself to Sienna Miller at the Chateau Mormont one night following her divorce from Ahmet Zappa in 2006. She said, I couldn't begrudge her for any part that she was winning over me. So I grabbed her arm and bit it playfully as if it were an apple. Even as I held her forearm in my mouth, I was aghast at myself. I thought, what have I gotten myself into or her? This is horrible behavior, she wrote. Apparently, Miller screamed, Opa. <laughs> And, and then said, uh, you bit me, didn't you? You really did. You uh, whore! Blair added that Miller didn't shame her for this. Uh, and she said, in, and for this in my book, uh, she will forever be the belle of the ball. Now, Kate Moss wasn't as forgiving, and she ended up biting Blair back. Mm. In response, Blair writes, this is the first time I had any inkling of how much I might hurt people when I bit them. <laughs> uh, I Immediately, I transformed into a shamed nursery school kid. Oh, my gosh, I whispered, I am so sorry. So, What do you think you'd do if someone 
you know, say, let's say Bill Burns bit you. Uh, Bill Burns. Oh, my God. Shows. I, if somebody bit me, I'd probably hit him. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, would, I would probably reflexively oh, smack them. I would as well. You know, I don't think I'd punch them, but I would at least whap, yeah. you know? I yeah. had two girlfriends. They went through a biting phase, and it was they, were, and they weren't girlfriends. They were girlfriends, and yeah. they, they would do this out at bars. They, they thought that it was uh, hilarious. It is. And it was so freaking annoying, but they did it for, like, I don't know, six or seven months, and it was just like... That's what they did for giggles. Stop it. Yes, it was so obnoxious. Wow. Well, Selma Blair was on board for that. Um, In a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, uh, actress Sarah Jessica Parker seemed to be at a loss for words when asked about the sexual assault allegations against her former co-star Chris Knopf. Uh, She had said, and she kind of rambles in this, she said, I didn't even know if I'm ready to talk about it. I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about it, but I don't think uh, I wasn't reacting as a producer. I should have worked on this because I'm just, it's just, and then she trailed off. Is there uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, uh, been come to known as? I mean, it's it's wild because they they sort of touch on this type of stuff in the morning show, which is, you know, Steve Carell is the one who is the, you know, the accused alleged but really predator uh and but everybody around him is then sort of you know they've got to dance well they well they liable like you know that uh, you know you you allowed this stuff to happen did you know about it did you, you know did? about it yeah. and if you did then like you're uh, like culpable. just culpable and just as guilty and right. that's the whole harvey weinstein thing for years mm. yeah if you go back and look at the amount of celebrities who are making out in the open Harvey, Seth MacFarlane did it yeah. at an award show years before Ronan Farrow's book took off, yeah. talking about what was sort of accepted canon in Hollywood. Okay, this is how he solicits his act actresses, and, and, and then and then everyone suddenly acts, acts aghast when it becomes something that everyone's supposed to be horrified, rightfully so. And then right. you think about the the horrible position that someone would have to be in as as their career is starting to, right. say, say they work for that Weinstein Corporation, they're finally starting to get a fo- foothold in the business, and then they find out about that, that, and then they go, what do I do? I can't say anything. Right. I can't say anything, or I will be ruined. I mean, not just mm-hmm. lose my job here. I will Life. lose yeah. my career in this industry. And so, therefore, you've got that you're in a horrible position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of all of it, because of that dick and what he did. Right, and his stupid robe. Yep, that stupid robe. So, anyway, uh, uh, when the interviewer asked her if she had spoken with Noth since the allegations went public, she replied, no. Near. Uh, near. Near. <laughs> near. Uh, page six reports that designer Bob Mackey, who once worked for Jean-Louis, uh, did not approve oh. of Kim Kardashian wearing Marilyn Monroe's 1962 Jean-Louis dress to the 2022 Met Gala. Wasn't was Bob Mackey in any way design uh, involved with the design of said dress? You know what? Uh, in this particular blurb, it doesn't say that, but I think he might have been Steve. Possibly. I thought I read that he designed. Yeah. If there was anybody of any profile. In the 60s and 70s, Bob Mackey was designing their stuff. I love this quote, too. He said, I thought it was a big mistake. Marilyn was a goddess. Mm-hmm. A crazy goddess, but a goddess, he says. She was just fabulous. Nobody photographs like that. He just, His favorite people, Bob Mackey, to design for Marilyn Monroe and Jimmy Dean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the sausage. Pictures on a magazine. The sausages. Yeah. 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 And the sausages. Um, and he goes on to say, and it was done for her. It was designed for her. Nobody else should be seen in that dress. So he kind of came down on that. All right, this is... This is interesting. Uh, after a disturbing photo resurfaced from Neil Patrick Harris's 2011 Halloween party showing Amy Winehouse's 
rotting corpse as a meat platter. No. <laughs> uh, the How I Met Your Mother star has issued an apology. He told Entertainment Weekly, uh, a photo recently resurfaced from a Halloween-themed party that my husband David and I hosted 11 years ago. It was regrettable then, and it remains regrettable now. He said, uh, Amy Winehouse was a once-in-a-generation talent, and I'm sorry for any hurt that this image has caused. I want to see the image. Well, sometimes, also, it, yeah. sometimes you do things to be, you know, that you yeah. know are wrong, done in that wrong way. I mean, oh, especially Halloween. Especially Halloween. The amount of people yeah. that dress up as someone who, like, died, died. the week before. Right. Yeah. I always find that, me personally, I'm like, mm. Oh. Oh yeah, my God! Not really. A that's Halloween. crazy looking. Yeah, that's disgusting. We're looking Pillow. at a picture of that. Is... I could see if it was a, a presentable, like real meat, like you know, a charcuterie. Is, is that it? That can't be it. That can't be it. That's is it? that Amy Winehouse's real corpse? That doesn't look edible. Uh, okay, that's disgusting. What is that made of, Preston? You're the chef. Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't think it's edible. It was supposed to be a platter that oh, they, that they put oh. meat on top of. Oh, see, I had a wholly different idea. <laughs> yeah. So. I was like, is that hummus? Yeah. Like, what is, is that, that hummus? <laughs> disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are clearly right. chickpeas in her mouth. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Rosemary Trap. A member of the musical family that inspired the Oscar-winning film The Sound of Music has died. She was 93 years old. Is she the last of the Von Trapp kids? No, there's one more. So the eldest daughter of naval war hero, Captain George Johannes Von Trapp, and his second wife, Maria Kuchera, passed away peacefully at her nursing home in Vermont. She was in the presence of loved ones all day long, her family said in a statement. Uh, the statement was signed by the family's only surviving son, Johannes Von Trapp, and I read Rosemary's kindness, generosity, and colorful spirit were legendary, and she had a positive impact on countless lives. I remember when I saw the the actual Maria Von Trapp, and I thought, you don't look like Julie Andrews at all. Right. Uh, her childhood... One of my favorites, right? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Her childhood was spent in Salzburg together with her seven older half-siblings and two younger siblings. Uh, later, the Von Trapp family emigrated to the U.S. in 1938, fleeing Austria when Captain Von Trapp faced pressure to cooperate with the Nazis. Three years later... The family relocated from Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure where in Pennsylvania, uh, to Stowe in northern Vermont, and yeah. eventually set up the Trapp Family Lodge in 1950. Uh, Trapp became a U.S. citizen the following year and performed with the Trapp Family Singers for many years. There's, um, all right, so Cabot Cheese, we do uh, stuff with Cabot Cheese from yes. time to time, and they have... Uh, they they do like these um these giveaways and these and it's like at this lodge yeah that is supposed to be a connection to the sound of music yeah it's probably this then probably this right, yeah. yeah uh their story was adapted into one of uh, Broadway's most famous musicals and even inspired the 1965 Oscar winning movie The Sound of Music with Julie Andrews as Maria although Trapp rarely spoke about her family's claim to fame she later worked for five years as a lay missionary and teacher in Papua New Guinea uh, with her sister Maria mm. and according to her obituary she also volunteered. On a kibbutz or a communal settlement in Israel, and reportedly overstayed her visa. So, is that one of the only two Broadway musicals featuring Nazis? No, the producers. Yeah, the producers. Producers loaded with Nazis. Cabaret. Yeah, sound yeah. Of music. There's a few of them there. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, what else do we have here for you? For you? <laughs> I was looking at my finger as I... Turn <laughs> <laughs> the page. And now the news. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Broca, that was an impression of a marinara machine. 
<laughs> All right, where is that again? One more time. All right, listen, uh, this is this is kind of a heavy story, uh, but I, I didn't want to let this completely disappear. All right. But uh, Kristen Chenoweth yeah. is opening up about a tragic moment from her childhood. Uh, the Tony Award winner uh, is trying to keep uh, trying to help find answers to the brutal 1977 rape and murder of three Oklahoma girls on a camping trip that she was supposed to attend. So oh. she would have been there with them. Yeah, this is a new documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said in the trailer for ABC News Studios Keeper of the Ashes, the Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders. Uh, the story, uh, this is a story I wish I never had to tell. It haunts me every day, but this story, it needs to be told. Uh, the four-part docuseries, which premieres on the 24th on Hulu, explores the killings of Lori Lee Farmer, who was eight, Michelle Heather Guys, who was nine, and Doris Denise Milner, who was ten, during a 1977 Girl Scout trip to Camp Scott. Local jail escapee Gene Leroy Hart was arrested at the time, and although he was acquitted in 1979, Recent DNA evidence suggests his involvement. She said, I remember that I should have been on that trip, but I'd gotten sick, and my mom said, you can't go, and it stuck with me my whole life. I could have been one of them. There's there's guilt that happens when someone, you know, misses a flight, and the flight goes on and crashes or something. Yeah, survivor's guilt. Yeah. It can be very profound. Um, So, uh, yeah, this is coming out on the 24th, but looks pretty intense. Uh, the director said, unless something new comes up, uh, something brought to light we are not aware of, I'm convinced where I'm sitting, of Hart's guilt and involvement in this case. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Uh, something lighter. Uh, Edie Falco has joined the cast of uh, Pete Davidson's upcoming half-hour comedy series on Peacock, and it's titled Bupkis. Uh, Falco will portray Davidson's mom on the series. Uh, the actress and Davidson made the announcement on Monday during NBC Universal's upfront presentation. Bupkis will follow Davidson's uh, Davidson as a heightened, fictionalized version of himself. And he, he plays sh- that a lot. Uh, the show will combine grounded storytelling with absurd elements from the comedian's unfiltered and original worldview. Uh, he's also writing and executive producing. By Did the way. you see the King of Staten Island? No. Yeah, was it's, it good? It's a, it's basically his story. Yeah, it was good. You know, who's really good at it. Bill Burr. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, you know I watch SNL every week just like you and Casey do, Steve, and and uh, Pete Davidson just sort of comes and goes as he pleases. There are weeks where he's not there. Yeah. Do you know how that why that is the case? Uh, because Lauren Michaels apparently has some sort of a, like paternal. Huh thing with him and he looks out for him and he treats him like gold. It's, so, just, it's yeah. just bizarre because, you know, I, I like the show and I, yeah. I don't uh, hate Pete Davidson. He's, a, he's kind of an odd guy but he just, uh, you never know if he's going to be on right, the program right. or not. Uh, two more quick things. Uh, more dystopian nightmares on the horizon. Black Mirror is set to return to Netflix for a sixth season. How many episodes? Um, they made it's going to have more episodes than the last season because last season I think only had three. Yeah, it was like yeah. nothing. Yeah, Charlie Brooker's dark anthology series last aired on the streamer in June 2019. Uh, the show is now casting for the sixth season. Variety states season six will have more episodes than season five. Uh, the fifth season had st- only had three, and it starred Andrew Scott, Anthony Mackie, uh, Topher Grace, and Miley Cyrus. As with recent seasons, season six is expected to be even more cinematic in scope, with each episode treated as an individual film. Uh-huh. Episodes in the past two seasons have often exceeded 60 minutes with high production values, elaborate concepts, uh, like the interactive choose-your-own-adventure episode Bandersnatch, which was kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, I do like the the bigger, longer ones that they do. They did one that um, uh, that was about these uh, mechanical bees. Yes, uh, that was I loved. What's your favorite 
episode of all the Black Mirror seasons. <sighs> I, I, the one that sat with me, I can tell you the one that's, I bring it up all the time, Metalhead. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it sits with me about, you know, when every time I see one of those Boston Dynamics robots, I think, Jesus Christ. You know which one? I, well, my favorite was one that was called uh, White Bear. Uh, and it's where they have these criminals uh, on, on, that are part of this TV show, but they don't know they're part of a TV show. Oh, yeah. And I, they're, they're hunting this woman down, and it's really strange. I thought I showed them all. I don't remember this one. Yeah, it's really good. Huh. And then there was another one they did with um, that was very, very Twilight Zone-ish. Uh, where this woman shows up and there's this roadside attraction. Yes, yeah, I love and, that one. Yeah, it's yeah, got, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that that's great. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that yeah. one. But you know, it's like I, a museum. Yep. I, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I, I the first one I saw was the first. You know, it's season one, episode one, and I had no idea what the show was about. So it was, uh, you know, where they, uh, the the pig. The, yeah, the politician had to have sex with pig. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's say okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you just can't I, say having sex with a horse. Okay. <laughs> when I uh, when I got to episode two, <laughs> and it was a completely different story. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I'm yeah. like, what does this have to do with the other one? What yeah. the, with the dude banging the pig? I didn't know everything was self-contained. Yeah. All right, so it's coming back. That's good news. All right, and then one last thing. The New York Post reports that Chris Rock might end up hosting the 95th Annual Academy Awards. Wow. Good. Yep. Genius. That'd be great. Uh, ABC's yeah. president of entertainment, Craig Eric, said Tuesday that he's open to Rock hosting the 2023 uh, edition. Eric also said next year's show will be even better. So somebody's going to get Falcon Punch. I have heard more people, you know, the the damage I think Will Smith did to his his outward um, persona and the mm-hmm. way people perceive him, it was substantial. There are a lot of people who are uh, who have reversed completely their perception of Will Smith. The day before the yeah. Academy Awards, I was talking to my mom. Right. And uh, and she goes, you going to watch the Oscars tomorrow night? Yeah. And I go, yeah, I'll watch some of it. She goes, boy, I hope Will Smith wins. Oh, man. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? He's such a nice I, guy. I think a lot of it has to do with people <laughs> feeling that they were taken for a ride, that they were yeah. scammed, yeah. you know? All right, uh, we got to do the clips. Then we got a phone call. Oh. All right. All right. Clips, here we go. Andrew, a bar mitzvah party host, strikes up an unlikely friendship with a mother and her daughter in Cha Cha Real Smooth. And here, star Cooper Rafe talks about how he relates to his character. You just got the Cha Cha Real yeah. Smooth. Yeah, here we go. I was not a party starter, but I, I relate a lot to Andrew and his what's going on inside of him. And. Uh, graduating college, actually didn't graduate college, but w- being in that post-grad delirium and trying to figure out what to do in your 20s and uh, being good at starting other people's parties and not being good at starting your own, I relate to that. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Cha-cha real smooth. Uh, streams on Apple TV Plus June 17th. Next clip. After a sinkhole opens up out front of their restaurant, the cast of Bob's Burgers must work to save their restaurant while cooking up some interesting food along the way in Bob, the Bob's Burgers movie. In this clip, Kristen Schaal talks about why animated food looks delicious. I think with animation, people are able to project onto it more than something in real life. Like, they can see themselves in an animated character before they could see it in an actual person. So maybe you're seeing your favorite burger in a drawing of a burger. Damn! Bob's Burgers movie premieres in theaters May 27th, but we have a screening of it for Wednesday the 25th, next Wednesday. uh, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. I'll take five callers right now. We'll give you passes. 
215-263-WMMR. Just from 20th Century Pictures. Bob's Burger Movies. Uh, Burger's movie hits theaters uh, May 27th. That show hit its stride and then uh, has consistently been really solid. It, uh, in the beginning, I was like, ah. And now I love that show. All right, and there's your entertainment report. Guess what? We have a phone what? call to take. We had mentioned earlier this morning... That Unionville High School has named their coolest teacher of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Nick Del Dotto to the show. Mr. Del Dotto, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? We're doing great. Congratulations to you, man. Yeah, what a great way to start my day here on a on a Wednesday here. Hey, <laughs> did you did you get wind of this contest yesterday? So yeah, yeah. Yesterday we had uh, an in-service uh, for the you know for the primary election day. Yeah. And uh, no students at the school, so uh, we had heard that we were selected, and uh, you know the, the administration put out a call to the students to nominate their coolest teacher. Oh, to be honest, it. I don't know if they fully understand the term coolest. Because <laughs> I don't know that I deserve this title, but I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. You so. look a little nerdy in your staff photo. I will say that. But nerdy's cool, man. I agree. Hey, I'll, I'll, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> that's Bow Tuesday. We wear bow ties every Bow tie Tuesday. Tuesday. I love it. Tuesday. Yeah. That's great, oh, yeah. man. Uh, Nick, you are a social studies teacher. Tell us how you make that subject interesting because... When I was a, uh, a student, social studies is something I didn't care about. I now find it very interesting. But how do you get it to translate to the students? Yeah, you know, I, um, I, I tell my students on the first day that, um, you know, I'm excited to be there every day. I love my subject. I love my job. And uh, I tell them I can't expect them to get excited if I'm not excited. Yeah. And if you talk to my students, I think they'll tell you that uh, I get very excited about a lot of stuff that happens in the classroom on a regular basis. Sometimes probably more so than I should. But, um, you know, I think it's just I bring energy as much as I can. And I love my students. You know, I really love the school I work with. I work with some amazing colleagues. And, and uh, I just I'm happy to come to work every day. I'm, I, every day I come to work, I'm in a good mood. So uh, I Nick, think that translates. It do, does. Do the students sometimes have to tell you to calm down a little bit? <laughs> oh, that's like a daily. That is like a daily occurrence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll. It's just the boxer rebellion. <laughs> I mean, it, when I have first period, second period students, uh, I, I don't know that they can handle how much energy I bring uh, that early in the morning. Hey, where are you from, by the way? Uh, so I live in Kennett Square, but I'm originally from uh, northern New Jersey. Okay. All right. Excellent. And what, uh, what brought you to Kennett Square? So my wife actually uh, graduated from Unionville High School, and uh, she's from Kennett Square. So when we got married uh, and we decided we wanted to settle down and have a family, uh, we moved closer to her family so we could, you know, be close to home. And uh, we've been here for the past seven years. Okay. And do you like mushrooms? Oh, man. You know, let me tell you something. Uh, you got to get used to the smell <laughs> of the mushroom farms. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? It's part of the culture here. Mushroom Festival every September. Yeah. And uh, the best mushrooms in the world. Excellent. Mushroom right. cake. Mushroom, mushroom stew. Pie. Uh, uh, I hate mushrooms. All right. Uh, well, Nick, congratulations to you. It is just a small token, but it's from the heart, from the kids at your school. And we have an official... Uh, coolest teacher of the year, uh, President Steve Coffee Mug, that we are going to award you, sir. That's awesome. And I heard that there's a, that I'm the first one to receive the 
$250,000 check that you're putting in that month. <laughs> yeah. We, we haven't yeah. released that information yet, Congrats, but congratulations <laughs> for that, too, Nick. That's great, man. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Let's hear yeah. from Nick Delvano, guys, at Unionville High School in uh, Kennett Square, and we have chosen another school. It is Pittman High School in Pittman, New Jersey, and we are going to have you do the same thing. And all you do, if you're a student at Pittman, is text the word TEACHER to 39333, and we will send the voting link, and tomorrow morning we will award that prize to the person who has received the most votes. So get on it. We're going to take a break, and we will be back in just a second. Make sure that you stay with us this morning. Hey, it's Steve. It's been over two years since we had a live performance in the Preston and Steve studio. This week, that changed. We welcomed The Warning, a rockin' trio of sisters from Mexico, and damn, did they blow us away. Check out our conversation with the band and this historical performance at PrestonandSteve.com. One more time, can I get a hey? Hey! Hey! Let me see here. I think it's time to open up shop. That's what we're doing. Yes. We are going to welcome you into the general store, my friend. Time Come to head down Goodness. to the general store. There's Preston Elliott, your proprietor. He's going to show you around. Don't you see me as the proprietor wearing like... um. Uh, oh, like an apron, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah or something yeah. like that. You know, standing at the the front door. Well, look, you just put up some preserves. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a derby, maybe. Ooh, a derby! And I didn't think about chaps. that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, this is interesting. Um, a man named Cooper Lunn posted online. It was last July uh, that he uh, had been charged nearly twenty eight dollars. For a 23-ounce glass of Sam Adams Summer Ale at New York City's LaGuardia Airport. $28. Like, that's what it cost, or it was a mistake? No, that's what it cost. Oh, my That's what God. they're charging for uh, one of those tall beers that you can get, 28 bucks. Wait, how many ounces was it? It was 23 ounces. So, it was, you know, it's like two beers. Okay. But $28? <laughs> I mean, you know. So, and after the, the post about the outrageous price went viral, it led to an actual change in regulations about food and drink prices at New York City airports. Yeah, it's so, long been known that you just get ripped off like crazy. Oh, yes. Well, and I so, think any ballpark, too. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how they get away with any of these prices, but they do. Yeah. Uh, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey has mandated that concessions sold at LaGuardia and JFK... Uh, uh, are, uh, can't exceed, quote, local off-airport street prices, plus a maximum surcharge of 10%. Well, I guess so what they're saying basically is you're a captive audience there. Oh, yeah. And so they're going to jack those prices. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it'd be nice if they just did that on their own. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I had, You know, it's funny because... I, uh, it's happened to me countless times. Like you said, Casey, it's usually at, at not just a ball game, any sporting event. Mm-hmm. Any sporting event where you, or, mm-hmm. hey, at, at concerts. In the movies. Too, we got the MM barbecue coming right. up this yeah. weekend. So, uh, Marissa, we were at a, um, a Sixers game, I believe, and it was during the Camp Out for Hunger, and Marissa and I went to uh, one of the, the bars on the suite level. We were, yes. we, we were being taken care of that yeah. night, gang. It was wonderful. And Marissa's like, I want to buy you a drink. I'm like, all right, awesome. And so I'm looking around. This was several years ago, and I'd never had um, whistle pig rye before. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have one of those. And I didn't realize until later that was just one pour, just a, just a whiskey yeah. on the rocks. 
It was $35. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And Marissa paid for it. And it was excellent. I From, from there on yeah. out, I drank Whistle Pig because it's outstanding. It's only $35. $35 for a glass of whiskey. It's like Marissa. a scene in, in like a, a two-ounce pour. 40-year-old version. Of, hey, it's great to be here on uh, $9, $9, $9, $9 beer, beer night. night. Yeah. Marissa, did you know the price or did you get the bill and you're like, oh, I guess I'm buying Preston a $35 drink? No, it was definitely a sticker shock. But it had already <laughs> been poured. There was no... I yeah. no going I wasn't back. It's like Casey's... Uh, What'd you do with the chicken? Oh yeah, we were. I was. I thought I was ordering like a single order yeah. chicken wings, uh, but no, I was ordering like for a, you know a, a chafing dish full of chicken wings. <laughs> I didn't realize we were ordering for the entire suite. I thought it was like individual orders. Well, the funny part about that is, I right, Marissa, we were in the suite, and later on, I'm like, I go, Marissa, this is fantastic. I'm like, this is really great whiskey. And she goes, that is great to hear. Because it costs thirty five dollars. So money well spent. You know, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about uh, the Atlanta Falcons, but uh, they play in a place called Mercedes Stadium and Mercedes Benz Stadium. And for several years, they've cut prices of food uh, deliberately. So you can get a hot dog uh, for a buck fifty. You can get oh, pretzels man. for four fifty. A burger seven fifty. A waffle cone. Four fifty chips and salsa, two fifty. They make it a point to sell their concessions at a very discounted so, price. Hot dog for a dollar fifty yeah. at the ballpark here, six bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, unless that's you go just, to the kitchen. That's just stand. me guessing. I mean, we're going to have uh, John Brazier coming by bringing <laughs> some food here. It's probably not a good time to talk about this, but uh, yeah, they they really rake you over the coals for that. Stuff. When you're going to go and you're going to do like, I mean, so, do things run? They run the spectrum though. You know, price wise, don't they over there? I mean, I just—it's cost prohibitive because you got to buy the tickets first of all. Then you have to pay for parking, and you know what I mean. Like it's—they're it, it, oh, yeah. just—it is—it's um, unfair. It's simple as that. I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's unfair. Marissa, I couldn't agree more, Casey. But I hate to say this, I was not as shocked as the rest of you guys when I heard twenty-eight dollars for for a, a beer, for a, yeah. a double beer for two beers yeah. at it's, an airport. I don't it's know. It's essentially like, fourteen dollars a beer. It's, yeah, fourteen dollars for one twelve-ounce beer. It's a lot, I but mean, I, I understand what she's saying. You, you—it's not like that's the only place you we see that. Are you numb see those to it now. prices? Yes. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you are numb to it. But but go. But try this. Go to a beer store and try to buy a six-pack, and when they charge you $30 for a six-pack of beer, you're going to say, that is ridiculous. I'll tell you how numb I am that it's more of a surprise if I can put a 20 on the bar and it pays for two drinks. So, Like, it's the opposite that gets me now. Because being in the city, it's just everything's a little more expensive. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I agree with the, we're, we're numb to it. You just kind of expect yeah. it. That's part of the deal. If you go out a lot, if you're going to these things a lot, I think you're going to notice it more and be a little bit more more pissed. Yeah. Uh, but if you're if it's like a, a, a an occasional thing, okay, um, you know, this is part of the environment. This is part of what you're going to pay, and that's it. I think it sucks more at the airport, though, because if, if you're going to an event, if you're going yeah. to, a, you're like, okay, we're spending money tonight. Yeah. You know, we, we've paid for these tickets. We're going to go watch the planes. We, you know, we've got to pay for We know that we're going to, but but if you're if you're traveling somewhere, and you're like, oh, I'm going to stop off and get a beer. $28? The hell, man. So, anyhow, uh, they have stood up and taken notice of the Port Authority, and they have uh, made this rule. So, when you go through New York, uh, it shouldn't cost you an outrageous amount any longer. The Office of uh, Customer, the Office of Inspector General for the Transportation Authority had found that more than two dozen customers were charged what was called totally indefensible amounts for beer by concession operator OTG. So, what are they going to take a medium price of beer prices outside? A me- I guess so. Check? 
Yeah. Or, or yeah. Okay, we'll see how that's reckoned. Yeah, hang on a second. Let me go to, uh, let me go to Johnny. 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 All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> yes. Squeaky clean. What's up, bud? Uh, so I lived in Utah for like three years. And uh, when we first moved to Utah, my wife's company was like partnered with like the main sponsor for the Utah Jazz. So we go to the jazz game, and it's like we have the biggest suite in, the, in like, the whole arena. And it's, like, amazing buffet. And then we have, like, this waiter. You know, you got the cushion suite chairs that, like, are, like, the second level. And they're, like, you know, I'm sitting there, like, hey, would, would you guys like something to drink? And I was, like, yeah, sure. And so we order wine, and they bring us wine. And this is, like, this is Utah, okay? Like, there's no drinking liquor in, yeah. like, a beer, yes. But liquor, I was like, oh, my God, we're drinking liquor at a jazz game in, the in Utah. Utah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so I'm like, all right, like, the next then the next time the waitress comes around, I'm like, seven and seven. And my wife's starting to get embarrassed because I'm like, I put down, like, six, seven, and seven. Oh, my God. Because we were, like, walking distance to the stadium. But I was like, I'm hammered. We get the bill. I was like, oh, this wasn't free. I thought it was all included. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. How much was it? $250. 250 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, how did they, did you tell them? Did you say, I didn't know this wasn't free? Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's also like a Mormon owned company. So yeah. I was like, I should have known. This is my fault. It was yeah. my fault. I should have known better. The liquor was not going to be free. Besides, the soda was even free. Is yeah. it? But, yeah. yeah but, but, it was worth it to still to drink liquor in that stadium. Johnny, I think so you, you can make a case that you repented and they should have forgiven right. you and your debt. <laughs> right then and there, yes. Right? Uh, whatever. Baptize me if I get out of the <laughs> That's right. right. If Thanks, I convert, Johnny. can yeah. you cover my beer tab? I told you I was in Utah and I was at a restaurant and I ordered a second drink yeah. and then they cut me off. Oh, you can only have two? They they came over and said, "I'm sorry, you can't have any more." Because oh, I right I done two. You can have more wives than you can have drinks. Right. <laughs> Go get another I, woman. Because yeah. I just it was just straight, you know, whiskey on the rocks. It wasn't a mixed drink or anything like that. And they uh, and they cut me off. I was, like, wild. I was like, "You serious?" Remember we talked about the the preparation area where you couldn't. Um, it's called the Zion Curtain. Right. You can't see the. You can't bartender making yeah. the drink for you. Wait. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they think it will lead to wanting to drink more. Oh, if you does, see, if you actually see <laughs> the bottles, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I got you. Kathy uh, goes along with that. Similar, I need some Zion curtains at home. Similar to my uh, shipping issues, like paying for shipping, I'll pay fifteen dollars for a margarita. But if you charge me three dollars for a club soda, I'm going to ask why. Yeah, right. I, I can't. I can't stand when you get charged what? for club soda. All right. So anyhow, fifty dollars a drink, please. They're making a change uh, in uh, New York. All right. What else? Let's go to the let's go to the gaming section of the store. Wheel of Fortune is going on its first ever live tour. Oh. Wheel of Fortune Live is set to travel across North America for a tour of over 60 dates. They've done just about all the other game shows. Maybe maybe Jeopardy hasn't done it, but Wheel of Fortune's an obvious one. They, uh, so, and they haven't done it before? So this isn't the actual TV show. This is uh, like a stage show. Uh, my friend Todd used to host uh, the, uh, the Price is Right version of this and traveled all over the country and uh, we went to see him in Atlantic City when they did it one time, and you get to play the game. You don't win as big a right. prizes, but you can win, you know, a thousand bucks, ten. You know, in fact, they have a ten thousand dollar grand prize for this one, and maybe some trips and stuff like that. But 
Uh, so, yes, and uh, this will be coming to, I think it's going to be at the Kimmel Center. Oh, really? Man, I need to do this. Thursday, October 6th. Yeah, I dude. Think, uh, contestants, sir, I think me and your wife might have been at the Grand Ramal. Mall. We were both trying to uh, <laughs> become contestants on, on Wheel show. of Fortune. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we auditioned. I auditioned as well. Yeah. And Wheel of Fortune is not my favorite game, but I went ahead and did it anyway. Why not? And uh, yeah, they didn't pick any of them. Nah, yeah. My neighbor actually was on Wheel of Fortune and won. How my, much? Uh, she won a car. Oh, my, uh, nice. That's my awesome. cousin's husband was on it. Uh, he did not win. And I tell you, I was so mad because I had uh, waited for months because he, they're not allowed to tell you anything. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I waited for months for this thing to be on. And my buddy John lives in like uh, or at the time lived in Boston and he knew that I was watching. Well, in Boston, Wheel of Fortune's on before uh, Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Yeah. and John reached out to me and told me, oh, he didn't win, blah, 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 it sucks he didn't win. I was like, dude, I didn't, it's not on yet. <laughs> you he, ruined it. He ruined it. I had waited months and months, and then <laughs> he ruined it right at the last second. So did, the, did they keep the car pressing? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. did? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you guys this, but I uh, I auditioned to be on a game show called The Chase. It's the one that where yes, Tim Jennings and, and, and James Holtower. Yeah. yeah, and I made it to the final auditions. What? Yeah, uh, and uh, and then I didn't make it any farther than that, so I don't know uh, what happened. But I did like an online test, which I passed, and then I did an online audition, which I also passed, and then they uh, they invite you to Los Angeles, and uh, and then that's where it stopped. Uh, it's a pretty decent show. It's a good show, yeah. yeah. And and uh, when did you go to L.A. Uh, last month. Um, but oh. I, I didn't make it onto the show. Oh, yeah. oh is that the, okay. Yeah, so well, yeah, you're on gonna, vacation. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's a good show. So if they're listening, I'd still like to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the uh, attendees will have a chance to spin the replica of the the iconic Wheel of Fortune wheel, solve the puzzles on the tour's puzzle board, and win prizes including ten thousand dollars or trips to Paris and Hawaii. Uh, additionally, other audience members will be randomly selected to win cash and prizes. So, if you would, and it's coming to Bethlehem too, uh, October second, it will be at the Wind Creek Events Center. One of those casual wins I ever saw was on Wheel of Fortune. I remember because I watch it now. Every you know, right after Jeopardy, it goes right into Wheel of Fortune. So, okay, I'm I'm along for the ride. I agree with you, Preston. I prefer Jeopardy far more, but I'll, I enjoy Wheel of Fortune. So this this woman is there. She gets up to the final deal. Um, you know, they pull the card out. She gets the the letters and the words. She 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 uh, guesses it, and Sajak literally goes, "You want a million dollars?" Like, like <laughs> really? And then all hell breaks loose. Wow. Yeah, was this recently? This was years ago. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, my two favorite moments on Wheel of Fortune uh, are when they get the the wild card and can take that to the final right. round. Yep. I, I love that. And then on the final spin, you know, uh, when the when the contestant ends on the five thousand spin, right, 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 and then they get six on the, the each additional letter for that, yep. that. That I love those. Let me ask you: when you can do the the, the train thing, where you, you keep oh, yeah. going, I play. Y- yeah, yeah, I play, you yeah. gotta go for it. Yes. Uh, wait, the train thing? Yeah. So the, you'll, you hear like a, like a train sound, <laughs> right? And you say, <laughs> exactly, Nick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it goes. It goes like it is. Yeah, yeah. They bring out the pips. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happens is you you um, you keep going. And what is the conceit there again? You can only you go- have to guess all the letters correctly. And yeah. if you get any of them wrong, you go bankrupt. So right. it's a gamble. Uh, and if there if there's no letters up yet, it's it's a pretty. Um, it, it, there are there are two ways to look at it. You could go for it and and not lose anything if there are no letters up there yet, or you can go for it and lose everything because you've you've made it thus far. And, okay. And but but it's you can win a lot of money pretty quickly. Absolutely, especially if you kind of know what it is. Yes. Okay. Now make the train noise. Let's do the pips. One, two, three. Woo! Woo! Good time. Because I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine. That's right. Uh, tickets. My world is his. Uh, and his and hers alone. 
Uh, tickets for the live show start at uh, twenty nine fifty. You know you will. Uh, general sale <laughs> opens on May twentieth at uh, ten a.m. Who's hosting? Do they say that's going to be a variety of hosts? Uh, and VIP packages will offer fans early access from premium seats, uh, pre-show lounge access, and photo opportunities to spin the wheel. Uh, and you can get ticket information at wheeloffortunelive.com. So, uh, yeah, they go on sale May 20th, 10 a.m. the Okay, where else are we going? Come on, everybody get on board. <laughs> All right, it's it's the tram taking you to another part of the store. <laughs> so here, everybody hop on board. Well done. On the monorail. Um, black wedding dresses. Uh, apparently, wedding dress sellers note that there is increased interest in black bridal gowns these days. Oh. Huh. Searches for black wedding dress have kept pace with searches for white wedding dress over the past 12 months. I think, um, uh, you know, I think I'm there cool should be some color explosion. I mean, this is obviously black is lack of color, but it's still, um, I think it, uh, there's a place for this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Especially if you spill stuff. So, yeah, right? I mean, like, you, you're in that white dress all night long in a very messy environment at the reception. I remember yeah, years ago it used to be, oh, she wasn't wearing white. Oh, yeah. I can't wear white. <laughs> yeah. Because that means virginity, right? Yeah. Isn't that what I that's representative of? with your father. Like yeah. pure. <laughs> yeah, pure. Yeah. Yeah, virginity, all so that stuff. So black is like a hooker dress. Kathy, yeah. you did not drink red wine at your wedding, did you? Uh, I have no idea You why. don't remember? Well, just because of the whole wedding, white oh, wedding uh, dress and... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think whatever I drank was probably clear. I don't think I drank anything. I was so busy, but yeah. So in September and October 2021, black wedding dress was even searched for more than white wedding dress on Google. Uh, The trend has picked up so much since last year that David's Bridal, which previously only offered black wedding dresses by custom order, will offer black versions of its most popular gown styles in select stores for the first time this fall. Here's the history of the white dress, Preston. All right. The practice likely traces back more than 2,000 years with roots in the Roman Republic uh, when brides wore a white tunic. The color white represented purity, symbolizing both a woman's chastity mm-hmm. and her transition to a married Roman matron. To be honest, I think it would it would spice up Wedding pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. If you could have different colored wedding gowns. Yep. Uh, so, Laura McKeever, senior manager of a brand uh, PR <clears throat> with David's Bridal, said the concept of what's considered traditional has evolved. Uh, we started to see this in 2021 with couples wanting to throw traditional wedding rules out the window. Brides who have been, who have had to postpone their weddings because of the pandemic. Now want their special day to be unique, and they want to wear what they want to wear on their big day. It would be cool too. Because, well, well, all right. So, Kathy, uh, do you think this might incite more women to wear like their 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 bridesmaids to everyone have the same color, including oh, the bride? Oh yeah, they no. The, I've seen that. That was a trend a few years ago where everyone wore um, white, or everyone wore. I, I saw like a almost like a champagne color or a peach color. Even the they, bride. Even the bride. Okay. Yeah. But they would always yeah. say that the, it, it, years ago you never wore white to a wedding, right? 
I mean, I you still, were taking attention away from the bride. I still, as a guest, would never wear white to a wedding. Uh, other bridal gown colors besides the choosing uh, that brides are choosing. Uh, include blue, champagne, purple, and red options as well. I mean, I've seen, like, the, like the colors that you're saying, I've seen that in combination with white. Like, it's almost a detail in the dress, but I've never seen a full, you know, red wedding dress, right. black wedding dress. Okay. Uh, so, David's Bridal says, as a result, they've upped their selection of gowns in unconventional colors by 30% this year. So, they're going for it. All right. Uh, let me see here. Let's go to the uh, electronics department. It's a huge store, by the way. Ever since they've been expanding. <laughs> yep. We have several wings. Once that brothel burned down next door, they were able to get the land. They put All on right. an addition? Yeah, they what? did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Screen time of any kind is generally considered to be a negative influence on a child's development. But What a shelf new, is this on? A new, this is uh, the electronics. Oh, okay. So, but a new study from a team of European researchers makes a strikingly different case, uh, uh. presenting evidence that playing video games may actually boost a child's intelligence. Please, dear God, we've heard this. I believe it in some way, don't you? Especially if you're playing a game. That it boosts their intelligence? I sure as hell hope so, because Jesus is going to be the smartest kid ever. <laughs> so, despite decades of research looking to the effects of television and video games on adolescent development, the digital landscape of the last decade has dramatically reshaped a child's relationship with screens. And this means screen time now spans a multitude of different activities, including socializing with friends on smartphone apps, watching TV, playing video games, and even doing schoolwork on a laptop. So that can be considered do, screen do they, time. Any suggestion as to how much your intellect will increase if you visit Pornhub regularly? <laughs> Um, they're still working on okay. that All right. uh, part of the research. The socializing with friends is what I'm having a hard time grasping ah. because I know that that's what that's essentially what they're doing. But to me, I'm viewing it as you know how I did it as a kid, or and what my mom used to yell at us about. It was just sitting in front of there for hours and hours and playing the same damn game and getting angry and crying when you lost. And uh, it's different now. I know that he's in this whole you know group of friends who play together. Yeah. But to me, I'm like. Can't you guys go outside and play? Right. So in the past, you had to you had to go somewhere to be with other people, and now you don't have to do yeah. that. Um, and so therein, I think, is the reason why we're seeing uh, some kids not as excited as we might have been to get our driver's license back in the day, to get on their bikes and go everywhere on your bicycle. Yeah. You don't need to do it. You can you can jump onto your game system and be with your friends. It's, or you can get on your phone and be with your friends and FaceTime. It's a hybrid version of getting yeah. together, though. Yeah. You, you actually lose, I think, what you may gain in some aspects, you're going to lose in general in-person people skills. Well, And I'm like, I am so struggling with this right now because it's what we do. Like, I'm like, go outside. And ride your bike. And he's like, but all of my friends are now in this, whatever they call it, a party or something like that on Fortnite. I don't know. Um, and he's like, they're all there. We said we were meet, we were going to do this after school. We have plans. And you know what I mean? And like, I, now I'm what, not letting him hang out with his friends because mm-hmm. I want him to go outside. Like, it's yeah. just. Is it time for military school? I think <laughs> it is. I think I'm going to send yeah. him away. It's yeah. funny though, Kathy, when, when you do take it away, right? And so my son goes to this camp. I mentioned it many times from a restaurant there as well called Camp Taqua. And there are no screens allowed. There's no devices and there's no screens. And so they're outside and they're doing sailing and they're you know archery and all the whole nine. It's summer camp, and they are normal kids. I say normal. They are kids like we were kids back in the day for two weeks, and they come back completely different people. They they don't rely on their phones nearly as much. It, so if you remove it entirely, Thank you for sending me away. <laughs> well, that, uh, that too. But it, it's pretty remarkable what happens when you just take yeah. it away for a long period of time because then they aren't as reliant on yeah. it. 
Yeah. All right. Um, unfortunately, we have to wrap this up. I forgot we were only live on Oh, that's Tuesday. right. Uh, so I didn't even get to the specifics about why it may increase well, intelligence. you figure it out. <laughs> but intelligence is a... Um, uh, it's a subjective term. Yeah, you know, like like the word intelligence rep is kind of um, is kind of hard to define. Only smart people can understand. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We're not any of those, so never mind. I'm sorry. I even go brought play this a video up. game. Yeah, go play your video game hell. and and learn. All right, we got to close up shop. So let's uh, let's shut everything down. Shop owners lost his lease. Thank you for stopping by, though. It was nice to see y'all. Going out of business, Sal. Yeah, come back sometime, please. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, live on Fox Good Day. Don't forget secret text word chance for you to win tickets to see Bill Burr Friday, September sixteenth, Wells Fargo Center. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A reminder, Pittman High School, Pittman, New Jersey, you are up next for Coolest Teacher of the Year, and we want you to text the word teacher to 39333. If you go to school there, we will send you a voting link, and you will get to tell us who you think should get the award. We gave one just a little while ago to Mr. Nick Del Dotto. Uh, at Unionville High School in Kennett Square, and a very cool guy and a lot of fun, and we were happy for him. Um, we also are happy the fact there's a new Daily Rush video for you to check out, and it's called Kathy Can't See Without Her Glasses. <laughs> Put on her glasses. Uh, Kathy takes off her glasses, and she's basically b- blind. Preston puts on Kathy's glasses, and he's basically blind. Obviously, we had to make them race each other. <laughs> That's the tagline for it. So uh, if you want to watch it, I've not seen it yet. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram for a first look at the Daily Rush videos. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. While we're waiting for a second uh, for the uh, Fox Good Day music to come up, and then we'll go live. Just a reminder that the uh, the MMRBQ is this weekend. Oh, I got my our, God. I got our little schedule for the uh, the day. And we're going to start the uh, Preston and Steve side stage early. Yes. At like, like 1.30 or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So if you're going, make sure you... Find it, come over, check it out. We want to see you there. Uh, it's sponsored by your local food stores. Uh, we are now going on Fox Good Day. Hey, Preston Steve, we've done this uh, chat before, but we have so much fun doing it. We get so much response. We're going to do it again. Yep. Because another survey has come out. They surveyed a, a lot, thousands of women. What are your biggest turnoffs when it comes to men? And here, like right at the top, was bad personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. Uh, dirty fingernails, eating loudly, uh, smacking your food, and just general lack of manners. Wow. Uh, Preston, let's start with you. What have you heard over the years? How how have women rejected you over the years? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me count the ways. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, yeah, hygiene is going to be. You first have to do a, an assessment. You you have to do a visual assessment right, right off the right. bat. And if they've got you know a booger hanging out of their right. nose or something like that, I'm going to say yes. That's probably a, a downside. So, and but listen, you can only as, as I found out earlier on, you can only polish this <laughs> right. so much. 
It doesn't matter. And it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. matter that much, you yeah. know. But, um, yeah, listen, and, and we all have standards. And, and uh, you know, looking good is probably the first thing you got to do, as good as you can. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Number two is probably don't be O.J. Simpson. That's probably another okay. one. Number yeah. Two. It's a big turnoff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess this begs us to go to Kath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the hygiene thing is number one for me. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like, it, I don't know. I don't, I want to be nice about it, but like, just be, if you're put together, you don't have to be, like Preston said, you can only polish this so much. It's like, no, no, <laughs> I'm not even okay. No, she's right. We, I'm, yeah. we know. I'm repeating what he said, but like, if you're put right. together, no matter what you look like, you're going to be more attractive than somebody who has bad hygiene. And how does sure. that elude you, Kathy? How does, how does it... How do you leave the house going out to him? The, the idea is you're going to try to impress someone, and you're going out looking like a slob. I, I, that's a disconnect. Like, don't leave your house in pajama pants. Right. <laughs> don't leave oh, your... What's wrong with that? <laughs> don't go on a date with pajama pants. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Or step out of the house. Or unless, what, unless you're out legitimately dating a pair of pajama pants. Yeah. 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 Could be your weird kink. Um, is Marissa around? She seems to accept about it. No, <laughs> not. not. She has no. very low standards. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She just horrible. she goes down to the docks and just waits to see what comes. Well, in. What about Alex? What about you, Alex? Alex, turn off. Uh, I agree with the fingernails, dirty fingernails, or if they're like really long. Yeah. Like not manicured. What if? Yeah, what if their manicured. butt hair goes up oh over God. their their pants? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've, seen I've it. not seen that. Is that? Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why both oh. Preston, Preston and I trim every Casey, day. You yeah. want to show them? No, I don't want to show <laughs> okay. them. All right. No. <laughs> yeah, I... He runs around naked on his Instagram. I do. Instagram. Oh, we've <laughs> all seen Casey's butt crack. Oh, yeah. 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 Some yeah. Some see Did yeah. anyone mention bad breath? That's oh, one that I couldn't handle. Marissa, bad breath, she says. That's one she can't oh. handle. So. Yeah. Definitely, because a lot of people, it just will not go away. Yeah. We have guests every now and then that sit next to me. And they've come on for years. I go, oh my god, it never gets better. Mm. Oh, like who? Yeah, uh, give, 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 give us a name. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I've got a couple names here, and I know who he's talking about. Does, really? Oh Does one of them host the Clash Room? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is impeccable. He is. No, he's put together. Uh, groomed. Groomed. Mm. Yes. yes, Richard Curtis is groomed very well and smells like a yes. dove. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing? It is. Okay, all right. Never smell the dog. Yeah. It's a compliment, I guess. Thank you. Yep. Right. We'll see you guys. Yep. Clean up before you go on a date. Probably a good idea, most definitely. Oh, by the way, uh, the President Steve Show side stage is not presented by your local food stores. It's presented by your local Ford stores. Oh, my God. Oh. I said food. I'm like, well, that's a very generic thing. Just food in general it's and presented stores. By and stores. Yeah. It's presented, presented by commerce. By your local stores. Oh my God. Brought to you by capitalism. God almighty. All right. Anyway. For anyone listening to uh the schedule, the lineup is coming out later this afternoon. So keep an eye on WMR.com. Oh, the full lineup. So Excellent. The, lineup Excellent. Of the show for so, this weekend. But we will be there earlier, so as Preston yeah. said, keep that in mind. Wait. Usually it's a little bit later. We don't have the lineup of the show yet? What are you talking about? Uh, like the set The list. exact times. The times. For the bands? Yeah. 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 We haven't released that yet? No. Not oh, okay. With us? Well, the, the food... <laughs> Preston, the food stores didn't get back to us. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We were Anyhow, waiting on the food store. I thought that, was, I thought that, that info was uh, all out. It tells you how much I know. Uh, I do know we have to do this right now. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final.
Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured <laughs> on-site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. What? Brought to you by dirt. By dirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is a strange thing to have on your bucket list, but police in Florida's Monroe County say a sedan was spotted speeding in the morning. An officer attempted to flag down the car using his lights and sirens, but the car continued uh, initially before stopping at an intersection. The driver, a 19-year-old named uh, Jania Douglas, was arrested, and she told police that getting arrested was on her bucket list since high school. Wow, we got to have aspirations and goals. So, you know, mission accomplished. Now it's murder. She is facing charges of fleeing and eluding police, but it's something that she wanted. It's always been on my bucket list. Uh, A police chief from Burlington County, now facing DWI charges in Mercer County, was lying down in the road behind his pickup truck, keys and cell phones strewn nearby, as seen in body camera footage from the arrest. Uh, the video shows what happened after police caught up with Bordentown Police Chief Brian Pesci. Wow. Uh, who was uh, charged with uh, crashing his vehicle and fleeing the scene earlier in that evening. Uh, the truck's driver's side door was flung open. Officers arrived. They saw Chief Brian Pesci lying on his left side near the curb behind his Chevy Silverado. The belt on his pants was open and his jeans were partly down. And the officers wondered out loud whether he had peed or thrown up on one of the truck's tires before falling to the ground. Wow. Uh, and one of the this officers. This is not as a flattering picture we're looking at. Yeah, body cam footage. Uh, uh, Pesci nods that, yes, he's married. Uh, and Sorry, then, girls. Uh, when he asked if he can call his wife, uh, the chief uh, sprawled on the pavement says, What's the problem? To which the officer says, uh, Nothing. Adding afterwards, uh, but you look sick. Uh, you're sleeping in the middle of the road. Your pants are down, another officer said. So That's how I sleep. He has been uh, restricted to on duty. Uh, he's been on restricted duty until further notice pending investigation results as he faces charges of five traffic offenses. But, yeah, pants down, lying on the ground, not a good <laughs> spot for the chief of police to be in. I think he pulled off into a parking lot, right? Yes. So in Florida... State and local investigators are investigating a food truck explosion oh. during a seafood festival. Uh, and one person was flown to an Orlando hospital burn unit afterwards. The department posted photos of the scene on Facebook that showed the sides and roof of the truck blown off the vehicle. Jesus. Man. So and, that, you remember that happened here? Yeah. A few years ago. Uh, propane explosion, yeah. yeah. So I, I would imagine that's what happened. The cause is still unknown, but yes, they, they usually have plenty of propane on those things, and that's probably what exploded. Somewhere a mile away, a guy was yawning, and a shrimp landed in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what the? It's like being in a hibachi restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Um, in England, more than 7,000 dominoes were toppled around Norwich to celebrate the opening of a 250-year-old art festival. And these are these are big Dominoes. The startling installation was the opening exhibition of the Norfolk and Norwich Festival on Friday and featured uh, the 17-pound stone dominoes. It was very cool to see this. Which ran, uh, ran from uh, Anglia Square to the Forum. Uh, the work by artist Julian Maynard Smith was toppled and took a, an, a half an hour to complete the route. That's how long it took for those things to fall. We had talked about doing something like this. We couldn't do something on this level, but it is. I love watching those domino I displays. Uh, the route was uh, about one and a half miles long and is the latest version of of the witch that has been replicated, it says. come to know us. In cities around the world since the first version in 2009 aimed to connect London boroughs. 
Uh, Mr. Smith said that it is still the essential idea to try and connect different communities and locations and places. Uh, we're going through more of a quick, quirkier places and trying to find a variety of spaces. So this kind of cool little video. All right, clothing was modeled by children and displayed the message, and I'm going to paraphrase here. All right. I love cock-a-doodle-doo. Oh, boy. Without the last part. Uh, what? Uh, Amazon, ha- yeah, yeah, like it what? just it straight up says that. So Amazon has pulled from its e-commerce website several children's clothing items displaying the sexually explicit message. You know how long I worked on that clothing? Oh the items. Oh. This is ridiculous. Sold by third-party sellers uh, included a dress, T-shirt, summer hat, and hoodies uh, boldly displaying that message using a heart emoji. I have to call my models and they're disappointed. Sometimes a rooster emoji replaced the word. Uh, and according to uh, Carolina Zakova. Uh, who discovered this, said it was disgusting. And following an inquiry, the Seattle-based e-commerce company removed the items. Uh, She first discovered the items when searching on Amazon for a bathing suit for her 8-year-old niece. And that's when she came across an ad for a girl's sporty swimsuit, which showed a young girl wearing a white bathing suit with that message on it. What the hell? I was quite shocked because it's a girl that's maybe seven, eight years old in the picture. Oh, how is it possible that somebody is selling it and who is buying these things? How does it pass getting up on the site? Well, it's one of those third-party ones. Right. So uh, Zagova complained to Amazon. They removed the bathing suit, uh, concerned that they still would be selling similar items. She searched a little further, and this time she was dismayed to find an ad for a children's hoodie displaying the same explicit message modeled by a young boy. She contacted Amazon using its online chat option, but this time she was unsuccessful in getting the item removed. You know, in a lot of these cases, the the, the model is not wearing, is it just wearing something yeah. white? And they yeah, blank. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then when you, you can change colors right, and switch right, right, items. Yeah. And yeah, so I doubt somebody dressed a kid. Here, Billy, this put this on. And took pictures. Yeah, Amazon said in an email that... Uh, the items violate the company's offensive products policy, which bans children's items with adult content, including sexual references. They said all sellers must follow our selling guidelines, and those who do not will be subject to action, uh, including potential removal of their account. So, yeah. But they uh, they have gotten rid of them. It's depraved. Uh, you know what? I can't end on a bad story. Yes. Do that. We'll wrap up right there. And that is what I have <laughs> in the Bizarre File. Yes. I, I have a positive to end on. Uh, this is a text, Steve, from Richard Curtis. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, no, no. He says, it's all about the hairspray <laughs> and the aftershave. Yes. You guys rock. I smell great. <laughs> <laughs> I just, did, did he know I just said he smelled like a dove? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. No, he appreciates yeah, that. Yeah, a dove is a beautiful bird. He's a big fan. Ooh, love that guy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment. Don't forget, secret text word. Today we have a chance for you to see Bill Burr. He is coming to town in September uh, at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets go on sale Friday, but you can win them ahead of time. Text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Official opening of the Jersey Shore, Friday, May 27th, starting with the Preston and Steve Show, live from Keenan's North Hillwood, presented by Coors Light. Then, dig your toes in the sand with Pierre Robert, live from Margaritaville at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City, and Jackson rocks your happy hour at the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. Come get an early start on the holiday weekend with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. 
The Phils are hosting Padres tomorrow. It's a 105 game, the business person special. I love stuff like that. Weather's going to be fantastic for baseball, especially mm-hmm. this time of year. It's going to be excellent. So we want to welcome our good friend. He is the... Uh, he is the head of fun and games <laughs> at the ballpark. Yeah. yeah, the magistrate of merriment. Is it the head? What? What? The the uh, vice president of shenanigans. Vice president <laughs> of shenanigans. Yeah. I just gave you. myself a raise right now. Congratulations, <laughs> John yeah, Brazier hey. is hey. here with us. Hey, John, how you doing? I brought some food in. I don't know if you could smell it from the uh, the other studio. We've yeah. already eaten it. Oh, you have? Yeah, we dove into it. We had the uh, the peanut butter and jalapeno, jalapeno jelly jam. Burger. Yep. Okay. Uh, Did you have the burn ends cheesesteak? Skeptical at first, but it works. Okay. Yeah, it definitely it works. I liked yeah. it a lot. It's got bacon on it too, and yeah, that was really yummy. Chef Bonnie made it in the studio, like oh, right oh, there. Oh, well, well done, he Chef. This morning, and then he prepared it over here. All right, and the other one was the burnt ends, burnt end cheesesteaks, which is uh, featured at Bulls Barbecue. Okay, and then he also brought in the Bulls ribs, the ribs from Bulls Barbecue. I just dove into the burger, so I'm gonna I'll sample further in a little while. He actually look- made you one of this che- one of the burnt ends uh, sandwiches out there. It's already okay. pre-made. All right. That was for Casey. Oh. oh. I didn't know that, so I ate a burger. <laughs> well, you'll have to eat the cheesesteak then. Well, right. for, to the people who are on the fence, the, the peanut butter provides a nice little bit of an accent. Yeah. And the jalapeno, uh, yes. whatever. Yeah. Yes. The, nice. the, the peanut butter is not overdone. It's just a little bit, and it, that's great. That's well, what Chef Ani was telling me that they have a creative team at Aramark, and they basically try to come up with, everyone comes up with concepts that, that don't make sense on the surface. Right. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you put they it make together, it and it makes, it makes it work. So. Right. I guess that's how a lot of creations uh, work. Uh, how things been going so far during the season around the ballpark? Uh, it's going well. Uh, I tell you what, you know, speaking of food, staying on food, the line for Manco and Manco is, <laughs> I didn't think any line could beat the uh, crab fries from Chickies and Pete's. Right. But Manco and Manco, I mean, I'm telling you, people will wait. Uh, and it just, so it's, there's so many great food options. And people forget we have Federal Donuts and, you know, all kinds of I stuff. forgot. Right? Yeah, yeah I didn't Where, know. Where's Manco Manco located? It's on Ashburn Alley. Okay. Yep, it's right, it's not too far from Chicks and Pete's. Um, you know, we have cheesesteak options with Campos and, and Tony Luke's, and you've got, I mean, there's, you have, now Ryan Howard's got his, uh, yeah. chicken, chicken sandwich. That's Coles. right. Yeah. Have you, have you tried? I, I have tried, tried it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Really good. So. By the end of the season, do you try everything? Um, well, you know, the interesting thing is normally we don't, um, we eat up in the press box. In the right. press box, we have, you know, their own food up there. But there is a lot of opportunity where you're trying different things. And yeah. we'll do events where they'll bring in, you know, the pizza or they'll bring in the Colby's uh, Sunkissed Chicken. When I watch, games, chicken. I watch games at home, uh, my girlfriend and I have a game when we're watching it with uh, Tom McCarthy and, and John Cruck. And it's uh, in which inning will <laughs> they mention the food? food? Yeah. yeah. Because every game, uh, Cruck is going to talk about something. And inevitably, mm-hmm. they'll bring something up to the booth, which is, you know, pretty wise on Cruck's part. Um, <laughs> but there, there is no shortage of incredibly great food at the ballpark. And John Cruck is shrinking. Have you seen him? No. I mean, he's skinny right now. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, if he's eating, he's probably taking one bite and doing it all for show because uh-huh. he is skinny. Well, he's very regular. Maybe that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess so. <laughs> uh, John, I was talking to, to uh, off-air to Nick and Casey uh, about this uh, baseball group. They're called Savannah Bananas. Have you yep. ever seen them? Yes. Uh, it was really getting a kick out of them. They were on the, the, the news this morning and I'm like, well, who is this? And uh, they're minor league team, I believe, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, and they do these really, I mean, and minor leagues do a lot of uh, uh, promotions and, and, and fun things around the ballpark. But these guys are taking it to the next level. And it made me realize how much I actually like uh, the things at the ballpark that are going on in between the plays 
uh, that you guys do. It is it is a, it, it's part of the whole experience. It is, and minor league baseball is really good at, at doing all that. Yeah. And it's almost like, especially I think Savannah, if I'm not mistaken, is an independent team, so they're not uh, beholden yeah. to like a major league team. They can pretty much do anything they want. Minor league teams can do have, have freedom as well. I also think the Savannah Bananas, again, if I'm not wrong, is, is owned by Mike Veck. Mike Veck is the son of Bill Veck, who is the guy from the White Sox. And Mike Veck's the one who had the disco demolition in the late 70s. Yes. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yes. the, the worst promotion in the history. Uh, it turned into yeah. a full-blown riot. Right. Well, they yeah. burned all the disco albums, in the, it's, and then they couldn't play on the field for two weeks. Yeah. And he got banned from baseball, <laughs> and he ended up buying some minor league teams. And who did he bring in as a partner? Bill Murray. And the story gets a little better that I met... Um, and again, I, I hope Mike Veck is the owner because if not, this story is for <laughs> it's none. A bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of, but anyway, like 25 years ago, I gave Mike Veck, who hates Major League Baseball, I gave him my card. It said Director of Fun and Games. He said, "Is that really your title?" I said, "Yes." He said, "Major League Baseball let you have that title?" I said, "Sure." Now I, I basically made the cards up myself. <laughs> so he, he hired Bill Murray and gave him the card and said, "Here's your title." So Bill Murray's title, I have a picture of his card, says Director of Fun no. on his title. He, he oh. left out the games part. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so Bill Murray basically ripped off my title. Ah, son wow. of a bitch. Not that I can get anything cool. out of yeah. it. Yeah. Not, yeah, right. Does anybody yeah. else in the league have uh, the title Director of Fun and no. Games? No. You're the only one? Right. There's so, some, I'm sure there's people in my organization that don't want me to have the <laughs> title. <right? laughs> they keep trying to give me like a real title and I never use well, it. T- so. Technically, would you be called uh, Promotions and Marketing or... I don't even know. Okay. Marketing, <laughs> I no marketing relationships, whatever. You're coming up on 30 years there, yeah, aren't you? 20, 20, it's my 29th season. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I remember you and I started in this town or working around the same time. Around the same time. And yeah. one of the coolest things in baseball, if you work from the league, if you work for a team, uh, once you've hit 25 years, they give you a gold card. The gold card gets you two free tickets for the rest of your life in any baseball stadium, spring what? training or major league stadium. Whoa, now, dude, I don't know whether I'm going to use it. That? Technically, I've connections everywhere, right? Yeah. Right. But at some point, I'm going to be yeah. hopefully retired down in Florida and be like, hey, I wonder if I could go down to the yeah. you know, Red Sox game in Fort Myers. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what else it worth it alone. When do you think about retiring? Can I have your job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You could be my assistant director <laughs> of fun games, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so obviously you've got, uh, you know, you're hitting the food and everything and, and uh, want people to, to come out and sample all that. Anything else that we need? Well, to just as we have, you mentioned earlier, we have the Padres tonight. We have a 105 game tomorrow, and I think when he, Nick, you said it, it's absolutely gorgeous day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Dodgers. We have the Dodgers back-to-back. We were just in L.A., and now we got the Dodgers this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, really uh, big weekend yeah. uh, baseball. And, you know, especially we're talking about the events and the stuff that happens, you know, that you surround, uh, you know, the, the game with uh, what are you working on? What's coming up? That's anything of note. I know, I, I, well, I mean, we love when you did the 80s and 90s and all yep. that stuff. What's on the list? Well, I think one of the coolest things we have coming up uh, is June 1st. Uh, we have Top Gun Night. Ah. Um, and obviously Top Gun is getting released. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's getting released, I guess, you know, a little bit before June 1st, probably like May 26th or so, somewhere around there. So we have Miles Teller, ah. who grew up in Downingtown, is a huge Phillies fan, yeah. huge, huge fan of all the yeah. sports. He's come to the Phillies games a bunch of times. He's actually a really good athlete. He went down in the batting cage with Jake Arrieta and had a hitting challenge, and I think Miles won. He was hitting balls at 95 miles per hour. I was Whoa. there to witness it. I was, I was just telling Casey, like, uh, so, I, you know, I've, I, I like Miles Teller, I've seen, you know, in, in some stuff, but he's in this show, The Offer, about the making of the Godfather yep. movies, and uh, he's playing one of the, the legendary producers, and I'm like, this guy's really good. He's really good. He's magnetic. He commands the screen when he's on it. I didn't realize how big he was. Yeah. I mean, he's a big dude. 
And he's an immersive actor where he learns. He doesn't want someone doing the stunts. Like right. when he did uh, Whiplash, he actually did the drumming. And yeah. you can tell he did. Well, Some you're a drummer, Preston. Yeah. But but they, most of the shots were front on, right? Yeah, he, so learned, how to, he learned how to play. <clears throat> right. And then he yeah. played a boxer. He played you know a lot of different things where you need some technical experience. So... Uh, yeah, so we actually are are doing a Top Gun night. He's going to throw out the first pitch. Uh, we're going to have a lot of t- cool, like you know, on the uh, headshots. We're going to have you know the players in aviator glasses. That's we're awesome. Have some fun fanatic videos and a lot of Top Gun themes. Any flyovers? Uh, Ooh, I don't know. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's what you need to do. June one. Uh, it's going to be Top Gun night. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, this information just relayed to me. Mike Vec owns the Saint Paul Saints. Saints. Ah. I knew that, but I also thought right. he had the. Savannah, no? Savannah Bananas owners Listen. are Jesse and Emily Cole. Well, then forget everything I said 10 minutes yeah. ago. Okay, done. Uh, you know, but I still got a good story forgot. out of there. Yeah. Uh, yes, you, you know how you can make it up to us, John, is yeah. uh, uh, get Miles Some... Teller on our show next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I can certainly ask him. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And uh, what, there's a bobblehead. There's a Miles Teller uh, bobblehead. Yes. Now, that is through the theme nights, and that's a really cool bobblehead doll. Now, that's through our theme nights. You have to go through the Phillies uh, theme nights page on the website. And if you order through that uh, theme nights page, you get that bobble, and it's really cool. And he, he plays basically Goose Junior, doesn't he? Yeah, he plays Rooster. Yeah, right. Which Rooster is, yeah. Goose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. The parents weren't too creative. I guess not. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool, John. Thank you for all things Phillies and ballpark. And, and we avoided talking. We didn't even talk about elephants, right? So <laughs> no, we were talking about. Well, you just did. Before you. Yes, but I'm also on Nick's team. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Well, you can. Well, John's on my team for uh, Leukemia, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, I'm, I've been nominated for Man of the Year, and John's been really helpful and generous in, in making some donations. We have a gala coming up on June 1st. and uh, we're, Kyle we're, Schwarber autographed that yeah, to so, help raise money for that. Yeah, so thank you for that. It's a fundraiser that goes through the next two weeks, and uh, and so John's been really helpful. So if you need any information about that, you can email me or go to PrestonandSteve.com and, uh, and click on the link about Man of the Year for LLS. Excellent. Yes. yes. And Excellent. you should be Man of the Year, Nick. Thanks, man. <laughs> yes. Appreciate it. All right, John, I want to come play golf at Manufacturing again with you sometime Definitely. Yeah, Let's do that. Again, my sure. buddy Jeff Hughes wants to take you out. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always yeah. want to meet Jeff Hughes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know you Anybody do. else, anybody, anybody else on your wish list? Who doesn't Taylor? want to meet Jeff Hughes? <laughs> it goes Hughes. in this order. Miles Teller, Jeff Hughes. Jeff Hughes. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, John Brazier, everyone. Hey! Director of Fun and Games. Chef Bonnie. All right. Yes. We'll see you, man. Hey, yes. Thank you, Chef. We appreciate it. Yes. Really good stuff. That was good awesome. Good stuff, Chef. Um, so we're going to ramble on for a little bit here. Goodbye. We're continue talking. Uh, speaking of golf, I do want to thank uh, our friends at the Devereaux Foundation. Uh, yesterday they had their annual golf outing at uh, Philly Cricket Club, which beautiful is day. a wonderful, wonderful golf course to play. It was a beautiful day, dude, but it was severely windy. Oh, was it? Yeah. Incredibly windy. And uh, so it was what we call a three-club wind. Oh. Uh, so it was it was very hard to play golf, but a lot of fun. We had a good day. Uh, and uh, Oh, and by the way, I'll give away some Phil's tickets in a little bit here. Uh, uh, John brought us uh, Phil's tickets, so I, I meant to give that away. But anyway. That's a beautiful course. Time. Yeah, we played with, uh, with Matt O'Donnell of uh, 6ABC and our buddy um, uh, Howard, who is from uh, the... Uh, uh, Devereaux Foundation. I just wanted to give a plug to Devereaux Foundation because they are awesome. They are wonderful. They help out uh, people, children and adults with um, uh, 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 diagnosed with autism or uh, emotional uh, issues and they just they're like Cora. They just help them. They just you know, what do you need help with? Yeah. We will help you. You love with to that. support organizations you know, like that. Yeah. Like like, like finding a vocation. Right. And, and all these I've I've reached out to them before. They're they're fantastic. They're such great people. They do such great work. 
and they're right here. So there's a, there's a PA chapter of the Delaware of the um, uh, Devereaux Foundation. So if you have or someone in your life has those issues, please reach out to them. They they would like to help out, and they're a great organization to donate to as well. And uh, I do have to mention that Casey, uh, at one point we were uh, um, on the green and we were putting. And uh, Matt O'Donnell oh, was yeah. about to putt uh, for birdie. <laughs> and uh, uh, Casey let a really long squeaker fart out. Really? Uh, yes. Did that um, throw Matt off? Well, well it was no. right after he hit the oh, birdie. Oh, oh. But Casey timed it. Yes. <laughs> to where right after he hit it. You know how Casey can time right, things right, yeah, with yeah. his gas? Yeah. Well, he's he like that. a musician. And. Um, <laughs> I think I was the only one who laughed, actually. Yeah, so. yeah I could imagine. <laughs> I, um, I thought listen, it was hilarious. If it was somebody else who didn't take their game as serious as, as Matt does, <laughs> I would have done it while they were in their backswing. Right. So, so but, Matt, uh, Matt was very Matt was very focused, right? He's a good golfer, yes? He is. He's a yeah. really good golfer. Yeah. Yeah. He plays all the time. Yeah, yes. he's a really, uh, and, and so, but what's crazy, Steve, is for as good as a, of a golfer as Matt is, I outdrove him mm, a few different times. Is that right? Yes, I did. The very first hole, I outdrove him. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, somebody's yeah. a little bit further than you. He didn't say anything until after Matt was up on the green. He's like, by the way, I outdrove Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a three handicap. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's a really good golfer. You got to invest the time, though, right? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Yes, it, it pushes your, your marriage uh, to the limit. <laughs> to the break. Uh, it does, yes. He, he can attest that. I'm going to go out and get before. some milk. I'll see you in four hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we had a great time. Devereaux uh, Foundation, thank you guys. Wonderful. And uh, Casey and I are back there again on Monday for the Cora Golf Outing. Yes. Another wonderful organization oh, that just wants to help people out. Yes, great organization. And we will have a four-pack um, is that what you, four yeah, pack? A foursome? foursome. Thank you. To give away uh, sometime, in, I guess probably tomorrow or Friday because the event itself is on, on Monday morning. So uh, we'll give those away in the next couple days. Excellent. Also, and- we got to give a shout out to the, our, the, the caddies. Uh, so these young gentlemen uh, one guy's name was Tom. Uh, How exotic. Yeah, yeah, very, very exotic. Another exotic uh, name, Brian, was Brian. the other guy. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are a bunch of college students. You know, Tom goes to uh, Clemson. Brian goes to St. Joe's University. Uh, and this is what oh. they do. In they the, work hard the there, don't they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I met a caddy. I'm very lucky that I have some friends that are uh, members at some great clubs, and I get invited to play. Very privileged. Yeah. Uh, but I met this guy. Oh man, what was his name? It was Joe, and he was at he was a caddy at uh, Philadelphia Country Club. It was a very exclusive, right? Beautiful golf course. Um, and the following day was graduating from Westchester with his master's degree. Wow! And he told me all about it. That it was all through the caddy scholarship program. I know you usually think of caddy shack, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's legit. And there's a group called GAP, GAP, which is Golf Association of uh, Pennsylvania. I'm not 100 percent sure uh, GAP, but anyhow, um, if you are looking for financial support uh, for college education. Look into the caddy program, and you can learn the game of golf. Okay, yeah. so you have to have a, you have to have a working knowledge. You yeah. should know the game of golf in order to be a caddy because it's an important part of, of when you play. I recommend using one of the clubs in your bag. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you be more specific? But they uh, they have uh, a, a, they help out a lot of people. And, yeah. And this guy, he was so thankful. He was like the first 
person in his family to uh, you know uh, to attain a, uh, a a master's degree, and he was very proud of it. And he's, he just kept going on. He's like, I could not have done it. That's awesome. Without Gap and the uh, the Caddy Scholarship Program. So does he love or hate Caddyshack? Because he must get Mr. Scholarship winner all the time. I didn't ask. Okay, yeah. I didn't ask. I don't overdo the whole Caddyshack thing because it's beat to death. <laughs> of course, <laughs> but you uh, know what's um, funny is uh, it, like uh, I'm a completely different college student than than most college students, and so where I'm walking with Tom and I'm like. Hey man, uh, all right. Tuesday night. I'm like, what's uh, what's going on tonight? Where's the party? And he's like, I don't. It's Tuesday. Yeah, you know? I was like, yeah, <laughs> but you're you're 20. You know, he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a nerd. He's like, I just, you know, uh, it's it's. I'm focused on my education, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yes. If you'd okay. like a recommendation on your club, I can provide that now. Uh, no, I, I, but you see that a lot of times. You, you know, that's a very active thing when you're at. I, I mean, I walked around the last time we were at the cricket club. Yeah. Uh, it was for the core event, I believe. And, uh, man, you know, the, the, the guys, they, they, they give you the information you need. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yep. So, and girls. I assume there's, there are female caddies, yes? I'm sure there are. Yeah. Not as many, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a you know probably a more heavily male-dominated uh, industry. Oh, I just got a text uh, from a friend who is uh, on the board of trustees for the Jay Wood Platt Caddy Scholarship Program. Oh, okay. And that's are we getting called. complimentary scholarships? Uh, no, but oh. that's uh, Bill Jeremiah, and he's going to take me to play Pine Valley, right, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, but it's. Uh, I, I was really. Uh, I was happy to hear that that they do, they do that type of thing. That's great. Uh, so very cool. Um, we got a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. To stop and yeah, talk. Uh, I saw this. Um, Poll, and I thought it might be interesting. It was it was a British poll, but I think it would probably so translate in a different language. (laughs) Yeah, I'd use Google Translate (laughs) to read it. Uh, I'm pretty good, but over over half of drivers do not understand what the buttons and switches in their car actually do. Yeah. Now this isn't the thing that we talked about years ago with Kathy, where you don't know. What the little icons mean when they light up, right. like the service. Her and sailboat was defective. Kathy's yeah. sailboat was one of them. <laughs> but they don't actually know the tech functionality of cars. 53% said when it comes to the tech of their cars, they are clueless. More than 10% say that they are confused by almost all of the buttons and switches in their cars. So I, I can see this um, now more than ever because you, now you have these computer interfaces. You have basically an iPad uh, whether you, whether you're dealing with a Tesla where it's predominantly con- controlled with an iPad, mm-hmm. or you've got a whole bunch of different things lighting up and so on and so forth, if you are not good with your computer or tech to begin with, and then you get behind the wheel of a car, that could be a, ni- mm-hmm. n- a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But okay, so in my car at least, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like it takes you step by step. So like, can you give an example of hey, what you people? Like to go, Kathy? Are not understanding. All right, so 45% say that they've accidentally pushed the wrong button while driving and ended up unwillingly doing things like putting their full beam headlights on in broad daylight. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, 25, and the car explodes. (laughs) 25% say they've struggled to locate the fog light button. Uh Uh, 25% haven't been able to find the lever to open the hood. So it's not, okay, so it's not just the computer. No, the it's all buttons and switches but, but, and, and all okay. those things. In this day and age, and Preston, we, we saw it happening years ago, they love to over-engineer things. Yep. They make things that were very simple and easy and straight through, and they love to muck it up by making it hidden or making it something different than it was before. You know what I can't stand is um, when uh, I let somebody else drive my car. And, and then change your settings? And they Well, but just... Why are you even touching any buttons, right? Like, like, there's a whole bunch of buttons that are on the steering wheel that I don't 
I don't ever touch. Yeah. And, um, and, I it. Uh, and, but if you hit some things, it'll completely change the dashboard. Yeah. And in my other car, uh, my wife had this knack for hitting a button on the dashboard. <laughs> you, you have your, your odometer and, and, right, right. and everything, but also there's a digital odometer. And I prefer to do, look at that rather than the dial. Yeah. It's just easier to read. And my wife, every single time, would hit some button, and I would have to relearn how to get it back to the original because the. What about your preferences? You can set your preferences, right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know about that either. Right. But like, it, it was like, um, the like the oil life would be on in the middle of the dashboard instead of you know the odometer. And I'm like, how are you hitting these buttons? How can she slap? How can she slap? <laughs> and but. My daughter's driving now, and she like will turn the the lights off. Don't uh, touch. She has. <laughs> she doesn't know what. But I don't think she's doing it a purpose. I think she's doing it accidentally. But well, really, it's it's like sometimes you ever uh, you ever tech support someone, and you have to tell them that as I'm telling you this, don't do it. Like in other words, I'm simply telling you you can yeah, depress this yeah, button, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they automatically <laughs> depress the button. Don't I wait until I tell you. Uh, 22% say they're regularly guilty of putting on the windshield wipers uh, when they actually tried to turn hit their turn signal. Uh, and 21% say they have forgotten how to switch on the cruise control. Yeah. Do you use cruise control with any regularity? Almost every day. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I never use it. Well, you don't drive a long stretch on the highway. No, even when I was, though. Like, I, well, I didn't even have cruise control in a lot of my cars. But, yeah, that's probably a, a, another good point. Yeah, so now the way cruise is set up, Steve, it's, uh, you know, you have the detection system. Yep. And it will keep you a certain amount behind the vehicle in front of you. So... If you're not in a great hurry, you can just throw that thing on, and I give my legs a break. But where do you use it? I use it on the Northeast Extension. I'm surprised <clears> that you can use it there. Like I, I do 10 miles. on the, uh, it's. It, I I'm leave the house to oh, in the 10 morning minutes after it. 4. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, in the afternoon, there's no way you can use it. There's too many cars out there. Yeah, yeah. So you so, like, there's a 10-mile buffer above 80 miles an hour. Uh, yes. <laughs> just like that. It's, no, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, mainly I use it in the morning on okay. the way into work. And it'll slow up to, you know, as you're approaching the car, it'll slow up mm-hmm. and then it'll maintain the speed of the car in front of you. Yep. Also, uh, cause I, I have it on mine and I, I've only used it for longer road trips. Right. But, uh, like if you start to kind of drift into the other lane, the car will drift you back into your lane. How often, because you and I drive the same car, how often does your car beep at you to tell you you're doing something wrong? Probably every day. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, like, I get it three or four times yeah. a drive. And it's it's the lane drift, you mm-hmm. know? it's um, yeah, I That's get, why I turn mine off. Okay, I probably should do the same, because yeah. I also get, like, if I scratch my head, I'll get to uh, keep your eyes on the road. Stop that. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this heads-up display. Stop picking your nose. You're going yeah. to leave marks yeah. <laughs> on that beautiful head of yours. I love you, Nick. It's a big head, uh, so I guess it recognizes <laughs> that it's moved. Well, it, it, you can shut off a lot of those. I want to shut off the, the head thing because it bothers me. I, I'm, yeah. I'll just be scratching my yeah. head. Do you guys? Do you, do you shut off your lane assist, Preston? Yeah, absolutely. Does it does it, does it no. jiggle your wheel when yep. you're okay? Yeah. Mm, so that I'm, uh, I don't use that. I it, it, the car can drive itself right for about forty five seconds at a time, and then you have to touch the wheel. I mean, literally. Yeah. You can take everything. 
and sit with your arms folded and, and hmm. legs crossed if you want. So that's what they call, I think that's level three autonomy. I think that like the the um, um, the Bobos have that. I had one that was, you could basically let it drive you for a while. And you have, but you have to be a participant. You have to touch the wheel yep. to let, it, you know. Yeah, and then at, between those times, you can go back in the back seat and make a sandwich. And yeah, stuff. you can do all that. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, but uh, Nick, yeah, you should be able to turn those features off. Uh, yeah, but I it takes to. a little digging to do. And part of that is finding out where in your system you find that. Yeah, which is speaking to what this article is about. Exactly. You just don't look the stuff up in the first place. You're never going to figure it out. Best place, like, uh, even last time I bought a car, uh, the dealer was like, you know, I said, well, are you going to do the run-through on this? He's like, well, nowadays we just tell people to go look on YouTube because somebody, somebody's done a, a video for I you. I will there. sit there with my cars, and I, the last car I got, you know, is the one I currently drive about five years, four or five years ago. Uh, and uh, I sit there and I go through all the menus. I learn all the stuff. I want to see what, what it does and because I'm a tech guy. I'm a nerd for that sort of stuff. But even to that point, Preston, I've been driving this car that I have. I think I told you guys I had no idea that if you held in the uh, windshield wiper button a little bit longer that um, little windshield wipers come out of the front of the car and clean off your headlights. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So I'm like, I thought, well, that must be where the sensors are. Because uh-huh. those little crazy doors, or maybe like a, maybe it's like a cuckoo clock, like a German cuckoo clock. Yeah. A certain, but I had no idea, and there was no video, nothing that ever told me that. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Joan. Hey, Joan, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Joan? How are you? Good. I just had to get a new car after driving the same one for 12 years. Nice. I get a brand new car last week. I go to get it gassed up and the gas station attendant had to tell me how to open the little <laughs> door for the gas. Alright. Was it one where you have to push it in first and then it pops out? Yes. However, okay. however you have to unlock the yeah. doors in order for that to work. That's exactly yeah. right. Because if you if the doors are locked, they're th- the the the, the cars will think that the car is being siphoned, that someone is trying to get into the gas. Yeah. You have to have the car unlocked before you can pop the gas lid. Exactly. But I'm waiting in line and I'm looking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know where the button is to open the little door. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, no, no, calm down. The sales uh, guy at the car dealership told me how to do it you just press it okay so i'll tell the gas station attendant how to do it but then he had to tell me. <laughs> you feel like a jackass yeah my my wife just got a new car and Thanks, and the the um you know, most cars, a lot of the cars have they retract. You shut the car off, and and the um, the side the the mirrors. mirrors retract a little bit, and so she's trying to find out how, how do you get the um, side view mirrors to go back? You push them. Of all the stuff this thing is loaded with, yeah. it's manual. Um, yeah, and I've I've like uh, I've driven someone else's car before, <laughs> or had a rental or whatever it is, and like the last caller said, realized you know you pull up the pump, and I'm like, oh god, I don't know how to get this thing open. Right, looking everywhere everywhere for buttons. Will yeah. you borrow somebody's car, yeah. and I'll do it as a favor. I'll have nitrous installed. In it. <laughs> right, that's very very. Because I like generous. that. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see. I have uh, Dennis. Hey, Dennis, good morning. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up, buddy? Not much. Um, my girlfriend bought a 2022 Chevy Blazer, and she was trying to open the glove box, but there's no latch on it. And here there's a button on the dashboard that you have to push to electronically open the glove box. So stop and think about this. Why? 
<laughs> Why not just the... What was wrong with the dumb little lever on the box itself? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I don't get... In fact, Thanks, some of them used to have key, a key open, remember? Yeah. Yes. Which you'd never use. You'd yep. never use. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Apple CarPlay a lot. I think it's really handy. Yeah. But I do miss... There's no tactile sensation at all when adjusting things on a, on a screen like that, right? So you can't feel for the heat button. Or, you right, know, right. You, you get used to where... Your fingers would go uh, when uh, when trying to adjust things on the on the. They're they're adjusting that back so Are that they? you do get some sort of a, of a feel of a button being depressed. But um, yeah, that's a big thing. That center screen can be really distracting. Mm-hmm. I like agree. I I have um, a, 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 a a button on the center console, like a, a, a dial. And I can use that okay. and then depress in the middle. All right. And that helps a little bit. It's almost but like yeah, a mouse. Yeah, it's distracting. We have a Jeep, and what is fun is <clears throat> having a passenger that hasn't been in a Jeep before <laughs> and watching them try to roll the windows down. Oh, yeah. Oh, because why? The window, they, they, none of the controls are on the doors because you can take the doors off. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. the controls are actually on the dash, oh, in the, yeah, it's in great. the center, <laughs> and so you sit there and watch them look at, at the door, and they're looking away from you, so you know what they're doing, and they're just like, "Oh no, he's kidnapping me!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a vehicle that has no way to get in or out of it once you're inside. Oh my god! Uh, so uh, more on this says nineteen percent have been baffled by how to connect their phone to their car. Sometimes they do make it difficult for that. Uh, 16, Needlessly so. 16% have been left embarrassed by being unable to lock, unlock the doors to let passengers in. Uh, 33% admit that they have been embarrassed when they've had friends or family as passengers and didn't know how to do something simple while operating their vehicle. Popping the hood is a big one, as you mentioned, Kathy. A lot yeah. of people don't know where that lever is. You just don't do it yeah, that yeah, often. You, you don't. Unless you're changing right. your own oil yeah. and doing things like that, you don't really go in there. But you eventually you'll find, like... But, again, what was wrong with just a standard lever under the thing that you just pull out? I have a little – there's a little lever now that's to the side that I that I pull. But you're right. You're not opening up your hood all the time. Yep. <laughs> Wait. So, um, okay, so I have this thing in my car, and I know there has to be a way to fix it. But I've had my car now for four years, I think, and I still don't know how. So whenever I plug it in to charge it um, – it switches over to, uh, you know, like my phone. So if I wanted to listen. Apple CarPlay? Well, I don't have Apple okay. CarPlay. So it, it switches over to, I don't even know if it would be Bluetooth, whatever it would be. Yeah. So, so it's now my phone. So whatever audio comes over on my phone, it's now in the car, okay? Right. Um, and for whatever reason, it pulls up, if I want to play music, it pulls up the exact same song every <laughs> single time. And it's I, the first, is the first it, song is in your, the, alphabetically. Yeah. Yeah. Is it alphabetical or? Uh, I, I'll tell you what song. I don't think it is because. Is, is it, it Aardvark Almanac by ABBA? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you that. A good one. Oh, Casey, you're right. It is because yeah. it's all about that bass from Megan Trainor. <laughs> And so, so, wait, so we mm-hmm. were doing, it was in, during COVID days when we were doing Zoom meetings, I logged on to a meeting from my car with all of you guys and Bill, yeah. and it was, it blasted oh, because I plugged great. my phone in, and Bill's like, are you listening to Megan Trainor? I'm like, yeah, apparently yeah. I am. I want to hear, I love Megan Trainor. I want to hear other people what their startup <laughs> song is. Well, so mine, for some reason, it was, uh, it went by artist, and it was Skyfall by Adele. Adele, All yeah. Right. Caroline, but, whenever she gets in my car, she plugs in the phone, and it's uh, "Act Naturally" by the Beatles. Okay, so wait, ah. this is so you can't change this then. You, this is happening to you, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You can set your your like whatever I have left it in. I, I'm not. 
Like, it all automatically goes to that. And if I want to listen to something else, I have to then go into my Apple Music, clear it, yeah. like, sh- you know, like, swipe up and get right. rid of it, and then I can start the other one. Right. If you'll right. remember... It's always Megan Trainor. We talked about this a, a couple of years ago. And by the way, my song is different now because it goes by song title, and it's Aaron Burr from the Hamilton soundtrack. Um, the There was a guy who... He put a track on iTunes that was yep. like 30 minutes of silence. Yeah, and somebody did it on Spotify, too, and they like named it like A-A-A-A-A or something like that. So it would guarantee that you would you would have time because you would be used to hearing at least a snippet of that song before you went over to something else, and this would give you that time. My first song on my playlist is Fear of the World by ABC. ABC. All right, Marissa's is 1979 from Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, because it's numerical. Well, because it's, yeah, we'll go with numbers first. All right, mine is by artists, so I don't know what the rhyme or reason is on that, but uh, it's uh, Fanfare for the Common Man by Aaron Copeland. Copeland. Great one. A-A-R-O-N, right? Yeah. Mine is an AARP commercial that I just, (laughs) there's such soothing voices on those senior citizens. So my uh, numbers are actually at the end of my playlist as far as uh, alphabetical of all of my songs. So I wouldn't get any of those number songs. Mine starts with the letter A. Uh, Let me go to some calls here. I do have some of the song calls calling in, but some people have been on hold for a little bit. Let me go to, uh, let me go to Jake. Hey, Jake, good morning. Jake, you're on the air, buddy. What's up? Hey, uh, just going back to the, um, to the confusing buttons. I used to drive an old, like, 2002 truck, and um, uh, I moved over to my parents' Nissan Altima, and uh, I was trying to open up the gas tank, and I wound up opening the trunk instead. (laughs) (laughs) So where was the button? Uh, It was... was, I thought it was uh, right next to the blinker uh, lever, (laughs) but it turns out it was under the dash. And did you just do it the one time, or did it keep happening over and over? I wound up doing it a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's, I've done that before, because you're like, you hear, boom, and then you see the trunk open up, and you're like, son of a bitch. Just gotta put the gas in the trunk? Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Alan. Hey, Alan, good morning. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? All right, so this isn't my car. This is actually my son's car. Uh, He graduated from college. He got a good job. He's still living at home. He got. He bought a Tesla. Okay. Well, we have a driveway where you know you don't want to always move a car in and out, so you hop in the first car that's there. So I don't know if you've ever driven one, but it is literally a computer. <laughs> yeah. So one yeah. day, yeah, the one day I hop in it, it's raining. So I'm like looking for the windshield wipers. I don't know where the windshield wipers are. All of a sudden, the windshield wipers start coming on. I try to turn on the radio. Don't know where the radio is at. It's all on that big screen. So if you're not a computer person. And you're somebody old school like myself. You're really uh, you're not in good shape when it comes down to one of those. You know what though, Alan Pierre drives a Tesla. He found a good way around that. Leave your sunroof open, (laughs) and let it rain in there, and then everything just starts operating automatically. Is that what it does? That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Flood it out. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. If Pierre can operate a Tesla, he can. Pretty much anybody can do it. I'm sure. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Hi. Um, how are you guys doing? Doing well. We're great. What's up, Mary? Um, I'm kind of having a retro experience. I have my son's car. That's a 2018 and I have a 2016 with all the gadgets and the bells and the whistles. Mm -hmm. Um, the, uh, the parking camera and everything that I thought I would never use because I've been parallel parking since I'm 17 years old. Mm -hmm. But his school, his his car has nothing. 
Um, it's still a key. There's no remote um, remote open lock. Yeah. You have to put the key in the lock on one side. There's no lock on the other side. I'm surprised he doesn't have rollers <laughs> for the windows. All right, so this is, this is a 2018 I, car. What, what make and model is this? It's a Hyundai, and he wanted a no-frills car. He said the more stuff that's automatic... The more stuff that's broken, and then I have to. And then I have to. I've heard people say this. Yeah. The, the more they, they, there's I mean, something. Yeah. Like I have the latch on the the glove box, and again, you know, did you electronically have to have an electronic yeah. glove box opener? You know, yeah. how how lazy are we going to be? But I went for gas, and I actually had to open my uh, tank, um, my my trunk too, and. <laughs> I couldn't find anywhere. I'm looking for it on the dash, and it's down on the floor on my side of my seat, like yeah. old school. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm back when there was no power steering or power brakes. <laughs> which which I, I remember. I learned to drive on a I mean, car without power steering. Yeah. To like, yeah. Like I had a feeling. I mean, I'm, I'm back in time right now. All right. All right. Um, when they when you can curse on the radio, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mary. Remember those Appreciate days? Remember those days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and our, Steve, yeah. Uh, the, the rack and pinion steering. Uh, oh, my God. Power steering. So, oh you had God, to this... literally yeah. underhand get underneath <clears throat> the wheel and pull around this way. Yeah, it was like uh, navigating the Exxon Valdez. Yeah, if you weren't moving. Right. Especially, it was really hard to turn the wheel. And then you had to use your doorbell to put your, turn your brake lights <laughs> yes. on. Remember that, yeah. Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, all right, lots of people. We don't have time to go to them, but, uh, yeah, we're getting the uh, um, first songs that come up. Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Thank you, Joey. Nice. That's from, uh, uh, who does that? Cage. Uh, Cage the Elephant, yeah. Uh, bitch better have my money. <laughs> Rihanna. From Rihanna. That's Tammy saying that. Uh, we have others there. Yeah, Achilles Last Stand from Led Zeppelin. So it's, you know, it's these alphabetical things. But it, this, like, it annoys me every time now. So put another song in there to get past Megan Trainer. But it just, it's this, the same song. Oh, my God. I know. I know what it's like. All right. Uh, we need to take a break. We'll come back. Listen, I would like to give away those tickets to see the fills tomorrow. I have a four-pack of tickets for the business person special, 1.05 p.m. And we'll take caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR. Get you to the ball game. That'll nice. be a lot of fun. The weather's going to be great tomorrow. It's an excellent day to be in South Philadelphia uh, checking out the Phil's place. So caller number 19, we'll take care of you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Pretty Reckless. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. So what were you and Marissa whispering about in the other room? Uh, <laughs> Which we one were, of us is the cutest? What were we whispering about? <laughs> we were talking about no. the MMRBQ. I don't... I just... I walked by and they were having a low-level conversation. Uh-huh. I think, oh, we didn't want you to hear. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. So... Oh, yeah. but, but it got me on thinking about that situation when you're trying to have a private conversation or <laughs> speaking about someone in particular and they walk in. Yeah, it was you. And do you have the ability <laughs> to, to immediately oh. switch gears... And start oh, right, right, as, right. as if you're in the middle mm-hmm. of some other conversation. Yeah. Right. Can uh, I tell you who's good at that? Uh, yes. Maybe I shouldn't point this out. Casey. Is it, is yeah. It yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the person walked in the room and you didn't realize You it. just started speaking gibberish. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, wondering, I, I'm wondering if anybody listening has like a surefire, you know, go-to topic that they could immediately 
just switch gears in the middle of a uh, of, of a conversation to to mask what they were <laughs> the really key talking I, about is to remain. Calm. Calm, and then they go, but yeah. that's just me, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's just me. I mean, <laughs> that is a non-statement yeah. statement. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. just me. No, no. That's the way yeah, I get. Yeah, you know how I am. Now I know if I walk in yeah. and Steve yeah. says, "Well, that's just yeah. me." I mean, what did you say about me? The Kathy thinks everything's fine, goes out, starts a car, and it blows up. Yeah. But that's just me. Two one five two six three WMMR. Nick, I, I took over there. You were going to say no, something. no, no. I was thinking about MMRBQ because there's uh, we have a, a TV screen in the uh, Acme Lounge, and there's a great shot of both Kathy and Marissa uh, with their arms around each other, and they both look like a million bucks. And I walk. Past it. Yeah, you you both look incredible. I don't remember which they year it was. They always get dressed up for the Yeah, and they look great. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you were talking about uh, RBQ. But oh, I wanna... this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Steve. That's what we were whispering so, about. But I walked past that, and I'm like, man, they look good. And then I thought for a second, all right, I wonder what I should wear on Saturday. And then I'm like, it just doesn't matter. No. Just, you know, nobody's wearing... looking at me anyway. There's Shorts. no point. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, going to be 96 I, I, degrees. I'm going to dress to live. <laughs> yes. And well, we'll that, take these calls that are coming in. But what, by the way, yeah, what will you do with a 97-degree forecast day? Where you going to wear something? Well, that's what we were talking about. Like Because the outfits that we maybe planned were, are, you know, jeans or whatever. Now it's going to be 97 degrees. So A, a loose-fitting lingerie? Something, yeah. Well, no, but something a little more flowy. Yeah. Uh, You'd have to. Or are you going to drop dead? Yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely usually have long pants, long sleeves, a hat or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like it's going to be hot. As hell. Mm. Yeah, so we'll I'll see. throw on my summer sundress. Mm, that's well, just I, you. I just throw this on when I don't care how I look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to, uh, let's go to Michael. Hey, Michael, good morning. Yoo-hoo. Oh. Yeah. All right, Michael, you're talking with someone uh, and somebody else walks in and they happen to be the subject of your conversation. How do you all of a sudden switch gears so they don't realize you were talking about them? Well, my go-to is, and you know, I don't think the Eagles are going to do good this year. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if it's what if it's uh, late in the season and they're playing really well at that point? You just switch it up to Flyers, or I have to switch it to the Browns. They always <laughs> the Browns. Yeah. just stay within football, yeah. but you can always count on the Browns being yeah. bad. Seems legit, right? All right, thanks, Michael. Appreciate That's it. Good. Thank you. Uh, here's Texas. So I've I've made a habit when somebody walks in the room that I have com- that uh, if I'm having a conversation, uh, I always go, I just shh, there he is. Uh, so now I do that no matter what. So it's, it's people, buried. Yeah, people don't yeah. think that I'm oh, talking about them or not. Point. So it's a joke. And Casey will do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. no, like, Kathy does that. Yeah, you do yeah. that too. There he is. Oh my God, he's just going to. Or do you do the other. This is the dick I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Joy. Hey, Joy, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, Joy? Uh, my girlfriend and I talk a lot and we complain and bitch about our husbands and they're not bad guys but when they walk in the room and they inevitably do we just start talking about the grandchildren and we automatically know that's what's going on uh-huh. is that, so is that <laughs> is that a common thing uh, the, uh, the the classic women getting together to bitch about their husbands it's it's a picture yeah. countless sitcoms yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been married 43 years so i got yeah there you go yeah. it's never yeah. the yeah. other way around thanks yeah. Jordan. I have eight grandchildren, and she has three. So we. Uh, have well, there you go. You've got uh, you, you, yeah. you've got battle pay coming to you. Yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah, switch. I do. So but I yeah, guess that's... you guys are mainly just doing a lot of eye rolling about them. Then I guess. 
Yeah, but then the minute they leave the room, it goes right back to the conversation, and they don't know. It's like that Key and Peele sketch sure. where he's like, you know, and I said, bitch. He goes, you said that? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, they whisper it, and they get as far away. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. you said that? What did you say? Yeah, I said, <laughs> um, Brian Miller says uh, you always should say, and that's why you should always vet your proctologist. <laughs> that should be the lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to be a part of that conversation. <laughs> now I was just curious. I, I combined. You guys are having a nice low level conversation. They were doing a fashion chat apparently about right. what how they're going to write. Yeah, we were having like a small fashion show, and you interrupted. I just always assume they're talking about me. <laughs> Simple as that. No, I can't really hear what you're saying. Talking about anyone? I forget. Oh, oh, I know why we were. Uh, it was about oh. Casey, right? It was it about was, me. Yeah. <laughs> and what he's going to wear. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my fancy sweatshorts. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. It's really Let's, let's all dress wear. like Mario yeah. from Donkey Kong. You'll probably wear your fancy hat, though, too, right? Uh, I'm probably going to wear the hat that I'm wearing now. Cowboy boots? Yeah. Cow- no. It's, it's you know hat. i got to wear comfy footwear. Uh, I'm, I'm going straight, you know, like straight heavy summer shorts, the whole damn deal, because it's going to be warm. And we're going to be out on the side stage on the, you know, it's yeah. gonna, it'll be a little hot out there. But listen, we're going to be melting. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Do you think Rockstar Rob will wear his velour? He will wear, he's going to wear his extra heavy velour. Vest. If he wears that, I'm he not, will. I'm not going to be able to go near him. No. He will. Mm-hmm. It will make me. It makes me sweat. Melt yeah. by yes. looking at him. He'll be wearing felt. Uh-huh. A felt <laughs> suit. What he does. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Put a T-shirt on. <laughs> um, let me a velour T-shirt. <laughs> let me go back to some of these switching gears uh, calls. I'm going to go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Kevin? So, uh, one quick way I always do with it is uh, whoever you're talking to, if you if you're not sure if they're going to be able to pick up whatever you're saying, yeah, you just immediately compliment something that they're wearing. Right? Uh-huh. Oh my god, I love that shirt. Where did you get that? Yeah. Anytime somebody gets a compliment, they're not going to worry about as as much about what we were talking about. Okay. They're just going to, you know. Or, or you say, we have to wrap this up now. He just walked in the room. Right. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, there's a text that somebody said, I just say I'm a two-pump chump. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm just yeah. a two-pump chump. Yeah. And then you don't even want to get in on that conversation. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh, I will go to uh, Bob next. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Um, so if I'm talking about someone... And they enter the room. In, in my circle of friends, I'm known as Star Wars Bob because I love Star Wars. Right. And immediately I will say, to this day, I can't believe how shocked he, I was that he was his father. Okay. <laughs> so they immediately know. So they know. And they're like, right. there he goes again. <laughs> so play to your own nerdness if you can. Exactly. Uh, I love it. What, I love would you, it. what would your default might be? Golf, Preston? Yeah. Kathy's uh, would be activities. It, just, it depends on who you're talking to. And Succulents. If, if it makes sense. But you should have one at the ready that you've Something. rehearsed and you know, and it is easy to go to just in case to avoid embarrassment, you know? Uh, here's a text that says, um, uh, they said, I love this topic. My go-to is this. Yeah, I figured that was a dis- decent interest rate, so we'll see how that plays out. They said that that exact phrase works like a charm. Hmm. Or something like, I don't think of kids that way. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, like, what? what, what? Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, I was just curious. I wasn't sure how that played out. Can I do a uh, shard out yes. or two? In fact, we insist. Uh, this one is a couple of days old, but uh, I'm sending this out to uh, Steve Dudley. He's a big-time listener of the show. He texts and uh, emails quite a bit, and he said, uh, uh, my friend is at Fox Chase. This was um, on Tuesday, actually. I totally miss this. 
uh, right now getting part of her thyroid removed right next to her, uh, her carotid <gasps> artery. Okay. I uh, just asked him for a shout out for Lori Dudley. Uh, and just sending good vibes to my baby. Thanks, brother. Love you guys or bitches, he says. I threw in so, two extras. Thank you, uh, Steve. And hopefully everything went well. Uh, this one says, hey, Captain Blackfingers. Um, <laughs> I've been a huge fan of yours for years, and I was involved in the making of your roller skates from the palace a few years ago for wow. the Camp for Hunger. Yeah. And I'm asking a favor for you. Around May 13th. Oops. I'm a few days late. We are around May 13th. <clears throat> around May 13th, could you please send a shout-out to my lovely wife, Kim? It is our 22nd wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. and uh, 14th, the 14th is my youngest daughter's birthday. And says, by the way, she has been using shards for most of her life, blaming her older sister for making uh, her shard on occasion. Uh, thank you for all the years of entertainment uh, that you and the gang provide our lives. That's from Josh Barclay in Mayfair. For shout out, and thank you for my roller skates, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, there's another one that says, uh, "Good morning, President Steve. Uh, it'll be my mom's birthday on May 16th, so I missed that one. <laughs> I was wondering if we could give her a shout out. Uh, she listens every morning on her way to work. It would make her day. Thanks so much. That is from Nicole Wakely. So here's what's the mom's my, name? It just says my mom. <laughs> so uh, Nicole Wakely, happy birthday to Nicole Wakely's mom. Uh, this well, that's one, me. This one I think I'm getting right. It's today. It says, good morning at Presbo. Uh, you've been doing a great job of reading shout-outs almost exactly when they're requested. So I figured I'd take a chance. Could you please give a huge birthday shout-out to Ken Alexander, May 18th. Ken's a huge fan and the best Christmas tree salesman at Kenny Alexander's Christmas Trees in Hatboro and Warminster. <laughs> okay. That's from Tom Darcy. We have a, a master salesman here. Uh, Connor is a uh, That's right. Christmas tree salesman. Yep. And then, uh, I thought this was a nice uh, email. It says, hey, if you can get to this between May 19th and June 30th, that would be great. No particular reason why. Uh, I found the podcast of your show over 10 I years ago. I do that. I know. It's tomorrow. <laughs> but I want to do it now or do it now before it. you forget it. Uh, and I, he says, I've, I found your podcast over uh, show over 10 years ago. I've never been to the East Coast. And listening to your show has made me a true fan of Philadelphia. Wow. Uh, you guys have been there for a lot of the good and bad times in my life for the last 10 years. That's awesome. Some days would have been horrible without having your podcast there to make me laugh. I'm 42, and I live in Omaha, Nebraska most of my life. Uh, because of you, Philadelphia is top of my list of places I want to visit soon. It's amazing. Thanks for all the laughs and best wishes to all of you, Gadzooks. That is from Dustin Lang. So, Dustin... Come and see us. All right, man. Come I to love those stories. You've yeah. never lived here. You have no... Somehow you find out about the podcast yeah. and you become a fan. You know, my uh, my brother Josh lives in Colorado and he just got a new job and his new job took him to Omaha and he, yeah. we were kind of making jokes and he's Nebraska and he's going to be born. He said Omaha was one of the nicest cities he's ever been to. Yeah, I've yeah. never been. He's, and they have the College World Series there every year. He's like, you got to visit Omaha. It's a really nice place to really? go. I was like, all right. I'll put it on the list. Yeah, it's one of those places you just fly over a million times and you never see it. But uh, yeah, now I want to go. Nice. And right. by the way, I brought this up. Uh, our former coworker Taylor. Uh, it's her birthday today, and um, so we wanted to wish happy birthday to Taylor Brooks. She used to work down the hall with Kevin Gunn, and uh, now she works at a different radio station. But happy birthday, Taylor! I see her, so she'll post her um, her girl topics or her t- uh, toxic segment, right? You know, and so she'll on TikTok tonight. We're talking about this. Yeah, she's, she's putting in the work. So best of luck to her. Have you ever done something petty to mark your territory at a romantic interest's house, Steve? Yes, I, I took a dump in each four corners. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I'm, I'm actually glad you just mentioned that. Okay. <laughs> Someone just showed me a photograth. Right. Kathy. On their phone. 
Wait, what? I think... Kathy came back from the bathroom with a picture. I think that Casey <laughs> is an artist of the ass. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yes. I am. Which is also first on this playlist. Lots of different mediums. You know, I can do oil. I can do watercolors. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he 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 got here a little while ago, with ten seconds ago before he had a live commercial. Yeah, him. and uh, and he does a live commercial, and then he goes, "This is why I was late." And he handed me a picture <laughs> of a turd that he just deposited. Right, right. In, well, in let's call it a piece of art, Steve. I've never seen anything quite like it. Really? Okay, so he's he shows me pictures of his crap all the time, uh, the, the only the impressive ones, right? Not just passive stuff. Sometimes. I swear to God, I don't know how he does it. Sometimes they're a letter. Yeah. Okay. It might be like a letter P, and he's like, I did this for the Phillies. You I said did. this one looks like the painting The Scream. Yeah. Um, no, this, I, I had the I had a W. Uh, what? I did. I had a W earlier in the year. This one, <laughs> I'm, I'm roughly estimating, I'm thinking it's about six feet long. Um, and it's in, it's in a swirling pattern. Wow. Think of a Cinnabon. Made out of human feces. I'd rather not. But, but they call those like a, like a, like a mandala, almost. Uh, but but kind of deconstructed, as if like there's spaces in between the swirls. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, did you move your ass around while you were doing this? No. It like just, a Carvel machine. I don't have to. You know, like do you ever see the people like the, who do like soft serve ice cream and they they're just so good at it and they barely even move their hands. Like that's, that's you. That's, that's you. me. Wow. That's me. I. Uh, I had been baking this brownie for a long time, so uh, well, so you know, there's a lot of matter. There. And you know what helps you do that? I, re- I think I turned you on. Oh, yeah, it's my fiber pills. It's your fiber pills. I take and and believe it or not, like it calls for like you know when you look at the bottle, it's like oh you should take this a few times a day. I don't. I just take them in the morning. I and I'm good to go. To me, it's it's wonderful. If you do work in that medium, if you want to be a an artist on your level or Jackson Pollock, they're invaluable. I, I, if you were to actually follow the instructions, who knows what you could do? But um, you've been doing this for years, though. Uh, yeah, but like not lately, commercially. The so a couple of different things are going into uh, work here. The, the fiber pills is, yeah. is number one. The revelation of uh, sit wiping is. I mean, that's, that's when, wiping was we that's actually been a life changing experience. Did we actually have an intervention on air that morning when we told you? Uh, it wasn't necessarily an intervention, but like I, uh, I took heed uh, yeah. to what you guys had been saying. Yes, Casey used to stand up to wipe his butt. I just thought that's what you did, and he wiped uh, back to front. Right, you still, still wipe back to front. I still do that. Okay. The other way just doesn't uh, make any sense to me. But uh, Steve, <laughs> that's it. We have a picture of it right here in the studio. That is. All one piece. That's what well, we assume. Kathy, uh, you you zoom no, in. This is, like honestly, this makes me angry. It's so childish <laughs> and ridiculous. Like, who, first of all, who takes a picture of it, and then who Ansel talks Adams? about it on radio? It's ridiculous. I'm highly offended. That's it. So Bill, it's Bill, can you come in here? <laughs> yeah. Bill actually asked that we do this segment. No, oh, Bill's man. gonna check with me to make sure I'm okay with it. Bill, I'm not okay with it. Why don't you talk more about poop? Uh, or like missile oh. cops or whatever. Wait, I just got a text from Bill. That... I didn't take a picture of my period and send it to you guys. No, but we I didn't send it to you. Mm. Uh, we just got a text that uh, we're not signing our contact track extension today any longer <laughs> after this conversation. Um, the the fact that these are automatic toilets makes it a lot harder. To it is. Snap photos, so you got to be ready. I, I, you got to hover over it and then turn around very quickly. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't often. Or I, I don't know if I ever have. I know it's a it's a it's a thing that that uh, guys will uh, will do, uh, but I I will impress okay. myself. Yeah. 
Well, I we won't dwell on it any longer. Yeah. But I was just, I was, color me impressed. Let's just say that I don't care where you stand on the issue. That was impressive. That yeah. was impressive. So Kathy is changing uh, just this week alone. She's going to have me offer uh, her story. It's going to be his story to <laughs> <laughs> talk about this. Speaking of his, I saw an interesting list, and I thought this would be kind of fun to go through this. I didn't mean to eat up too much time ahead of time, but... Uh, this is a, uh, these are unwritten, unwritten men rules that were being shared. Well, this sort of sits right in that pocket. Yeah, it was on a Reddit thread. So, you know, like showing a guy a picture of your poop. Yeah. It's not breaking a man rule, to be honest. It's kind of, you Just know. a human decency rule. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But you know what, Kat? I won't send it to just anybody. Like, no. I won't send. I don't want to talk about it anymore. We'll no, no, no. List. Only people on his Christmas list. Well, no. The the three of you on that side of the board, I won't send it to you I guys. I didn't get it. Yeah, no, uh, no I would no, never. Yeah, but, no, you know, there no. are other guys that I will send there's, it to. There's two people. There's, it, we didn't have to put it up on the big screen in the <laughs> right. studio. That was not necessary. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow. What we need is a Jumbotron picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you send it to uh, Preston and uh, to Andy at our sister station. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she'd get a kick out of that. No, or she not. would not. Well, let's I find guarantee. Out. Let's find out. Andy's pretty cool, man. No, I'm sorry. Are you saying I'm not cool because I don't like a picture of his that he just sent? Of his, his turd. I want to say the S word. Yeah, you could. Right. Anyhow, if you said as a dog species, yeah, uh, a Shih Tzu, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, men are sharing their unwritten, unwritten men rules. On this okay. Reddit thread. On this Reddit thread. All right. And I would like to share some of them with Please. you. Please. Um, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, this, but we, as men, nod down when we greet someone, and we nod up when we meet someone that we already know. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. And I, I didn't realize that until huh. I read that, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Wait, down when what? When, when you're meeting them for the first, first time, time? Or, and you don't know them well, you're like, you know, not like this. But okay. if you see, like, if I saw Nick over there yeah, in, in yeah. a place I just walked in, I'd go like, what's up? Yeah, that's, oh that's what God. it means. Yeah. It means what's yeah. up. That's so, so funny. Up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so uh, that is an unwritten guy rule. Uh, here's another one. If a friend buys you a drink, you don't pay them back with money. You just buy the next one. Yes. Yeah. That's anybody. That's yeah. not just guys. Thanks for the uh, drink, Bill. Here's a hand job. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> no, that was whistle. That was a thirty-five dollar drink. That was thirty-five bucks. That. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Yeah, uh, you Marissa, Andy, <laughs> Marissa, I owe you one. Where'd she go? Oh, to get oh, Andy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that paying for things, you know, or. or Somebody does it out of the kindness of your heart. You don't. You don't offer the money back for a drink, right? I mean, yeah, no. no. No, I think that's an age thing. I wouldn't yes. even say yeah. it's a good yeah. point. When, when you're, you're younger, stop, when you're in elementary school, and somebody buys you a drink, <laughs> no, but Steve, like the splitting of the check when you're in your twenties, right? You'll still itemize. kind of itemize yeah. stuff a little bit, you know, and then yeah. you, like, you reach a certain age, you're like, let's. We assume you have some it. more some more resource, right? right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. All right, here's another unwritten guy rule: It is essential that we pee away the small bit of poop on the side of the toilet bowl. <laughs> Yeah, mm. yeah. Even and if it's not yours, it or uh, or whatever, it, any, anything in the urinal is a target. It's a target. They actually to, have target target practice. target uh, urinal soaps. Yeah, which I think is brilliant. I agree. Uh, here's another unwritten man rule: Don't hit another man in the balls. Just don't. No. Uh, okay. Unless. I would think it's a real pay a girl to hit him in the balls. You can do that. No, if uh, you really are like in a if you're fighting death and you you are cheap shot. afraid uh, uh, that um, you know if 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 you're fighting for your life or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. pound away, punching or kicking. Oh my goodness! Okay, oh, no, you no yeah. stop. Right, you can't come on do in this. here. Come on in here, <laughs> uh, Kathy. I disagree with this, oh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you're the one that did it from the WXTU Morning Show. Miss <laughs> Andy Summers hey. is in our studio. Hey guys. Hi. 
Andy. How you doing? <laughs> Sorry. I'm so glad that this is what brought me in here today. Do you know what Do you, you know in? what uh, we're going to... Marissa gave me a heads up. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and listen... We were just, uh, Casey showed me a picture. He was in the bathroom, and, and uh, he had a very impressive bowel movement, so he took a picture of it. Yeah. And he showed it to me, and, I'm, and I've seen, I don't know how many of his turds over the years. This one's just flat out, over-the-top impressive. And uh, I was appalled and gave them a hard time and said it was ridiculous, yes, and yeah. why are we even talking about this? And then Steve said, well, Andy would like it. So... <laughs> They said she's cool. She seems she's cool. She's cool. cool. Yeah. With the kind of coffee she drinks, I'm sure she's yeah. um, So the question, question, the question stands, so, do you want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do now. <laughs> I told you, man. God. I mean, it's so such cool. a big so buildup. Cool. Yeah. So, because I, that was the first thing. When Marissa said, would you be upset if someone sent that to you? <laughs> yes, I don't want it sent to me. You yeah. need to but be apprised. Said, you would need to be apprised what you're... You just yeah. don't have it open up. Right. You want the option. Can I, I understand that. Let me ask you something. Would you talk about this on your show? Um, I... Cow pies? Oh, you're going to get this Cow out pies. of me. So there's someone that lives in my house. <laughs> <laughs> that will not go to the bathroom for... I'm like He goes like once a month. And wow. every time he goes, he clogs the toilet. And I will tell you, every time I go to plunge, I am... I'm ready to take a picture of it because it, I find it impressive that that can come out of such a small body. And I, I should never, the, please don't ever let this get back no, to No, 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 no. It's just between us. us. Okay. Just right, my us. little guy. Yeah. But he, yeah, I don't know how he does it. And he claims that it doesn't hurt. And I'm, but I, it's like, it's so, it is, I look and I'm like, I wish that someone else could see this because no one would believe this. Yeah. Andy, when you have to start a college fund for it, <laughs> it's something that needs to be discussed. He, he births yeah. once a year, exactly. Okay, no, I understand that whole completely. Absolutely. She failed me. She I'm wants so to see sorry, well, Kathy. That's all right. But she, she supported my, my conjecture. So. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Keep your eyes on the screen. Connor, don't, if you don't want to look, is. don't look. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there it is. All right, there you go. One piece. All right. You know. You can take it off now. I zoomed in just to make sure I could follow the line. You know? That is amazing. <laughs> I expect it to be, like, wider. It's no, so skinny. No, 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 no. It's, you, it's skinny, but, but that's well, circular. out. Look how petite he is. <laughs> That's that swirl pattern. How he did it. I asked him if he got up and, and spun around right. and moved his ass around, but he didn't. It like just, Dairy Queen. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. He said like somebody she who's really it. skilled at yeah. the soft serve soft cone. Serve. That's that's him. All right. That is so okay. nice. Well, we appreciate you coming in and, and well, following through on our experiment. Thanks here. so yeah. much for having me. This is this the first time we've had you uh, yeah. on the air? Well, next time Every we will have you is. in for something more pleasant. Yeah. yeah. I right. promise. Thank you. Andy Summers, guys. Oh, my God. Andy that was so funny. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, back to the uh, the men rules, if you'd like. Um, we'll go to this. So we were uh, unwritten men rules. Uh, this one says beer and pizza slash barbecue is acceptable payment for helping another man work on his house or vehicle. Oh. Yeah. So just buying some food or something like that. I think that is, yes. That's If someone's going to do... Um, you know, uh, come out and help or help you move or something like that. That's a, that's a must. You need what, to. T- you- <laughs> what if they are moving, say, weights, for yeah. example? Yeah, yeah. gym equipment. <laughs> like a whole gym equipment. No, but I have. You seen- mean an entire gym's <laughs> worth of weights yeah. during a heat wave? Yes. How's, how's a barbecue, pal? Yeah, <laughs> but there is uh, but and beer. We, we said <laughs> about beer. So about Dwayne Wimmer from Vertex. <laughs> 
and, and do it. No, Dwayne is great. I, I, would, I would do it anytime. Best but we were sitting there. We could not believe it was the one day we could get into this gym <laughs> to move this stuff. And we're both sitting in a Penske rental truck. Uh, which And uh, I look across, and it's one of those times in life where you remember... I like Preston. We were literally melting as human beings. We were. Yeah. And I looked over, and around the corner of where the gym was, was a Rita's water. Ice. Oh. And then the oh. heart, the angels yeah. sang. Yeah. We dove for the place. I'm sure, man. Yeah. yeah, the second you see that, it happens. I mean, but if you are a full blown adult, you, at a certain point, you should just hire movers, right? Um, and. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if you can, if you can afford it. If, but it, sometimes you can't, and so sometimes. But th- I think that's an absolute. You take yeah. care of someone who's helping you out. All right, All right uh, back to the list of unwritten men rules. This one says, "Don't uh, throw a friend under the bus to impress someone ever." No. Yeah. Yeah. To don't impress throw, someone. Don't, don't throw anyone under the bus. That's not just a guy rule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so these are guys that submitted these. By the way, I just had the bros before hose conversation with Chase. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Did he I use the quite, phrase? I didn't quite phrase oh, yeah, it that yeah. way. No, but I had to say, like, that your your friends and your friendship is much more important than any, any trollop, than any whore, <laughs> any strumpet in fourth grade. All right, here's another one. Don't use the urinal next to an occupied one. Yes, um, that's only if there's more than two urinals. Uh, so I will always two, do that. If there's two, it's okay. Aren't you surprised sometimes at a difference? So, for example. We go into our bathroom, which is the one right out the uh, the, the the door here from the kitchen. Um, if someone's at the urinal, I'll just walk into the stall and mm-hmm. give them the. I'm giving them space to breathe a little bit. Uh, I don't do that. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I do. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and use the urinal because if I'm just peeing, uh, will you pee on their back? Or the person um, standing there only if they ask. Wait, so there's only two urinals? Yes, so you and have two to stalls go next to them. No, yeah. well, I, no. I won't. I'll go into right, the stall right. if, if you yeah. don't use the stall. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. I mean, if I walk into the bathroom and somebody's using a urinal and there are two open toilets, I'll just pee. That's probably okay. the only place that I will do that. If it's someone I don't know, mm. yes. But if I walk yeah. in and you're there, what if a lover? Or Nick is there, uh, or, you know, somebody that I know, even Bill, I'll, I'll be next Will you to go him. up and ask, Preston, will you go up and stand next to them first and say, do I know you? Yes. Yeah. And then and I can make I have my to decision. determine whether or not I'm going to stand alongside you and urinate. Uh, and not including number two, how often you guys walk down the hall? Because the bathroom... The, what, the, what is called the executive yeah, suite? The bathroom to the left, when you go out our, our kitchen door, is much nicer. And really? Yes. I don't know why. I guess oh, they went even to that one. one. No, no, no. You, I'm thinking of the, all so the way down to the All left. the way down the hall. Yeah, all the way past uh, what, what I don't forget. I forget what that business is called. Yeah. But they're not there very often. No. So it's cleaner. It's nicer. Mm. The sinks are nicer. Oh, uh, Kathy, no. there's like a smoky no? glass on the door. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. No, I don't, go, I don't go long. I go up. Yeah. You go up. Yep. You're five floor. I go up five floor. Well, right. he's, he's a smart move, too, because five floor is right above. It's actually really nice. Three is the nicest. I don't know if he can still get in there anymore. Have you, have you uh, experienced the uh, first floor? Because that they're new. They, I they, never knew nah. there was a bathroom where, on the first where? floor. Uh, so we go down, get out the elevator, and you go right, and you go right again. It's by, back by the exit to get out to the to the back parking lot. Is this a new addition? It is, Steve, because like when, the they, boy band? when they renovated um, the uh, Manja, uh, I forget what yeah. it's called now. Paganos. Paganos. Um, they put in bathrooms, and they're all new. So all the Philadelphia insurance renovations, they put in new bathrooms. And That's excellent very news. Very nice. Uh, excellent news. Paganos has a private bathroom. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Can we get in? Yes. Oh, yeah. if you, Wait, if you're, for if you're, the restaurant? Yeah. What was yeah. there? What Manja was So there? you go in there and you can be alone oh. and not worry about anything. And I do use that one from time to time. All right. That's where there. you play your cello. Yes. Yeah. I you have a cello. Rehearse. I rehearse down there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So other man. Tony, where's my cello? Other male rules. Uh, you can have a beer, 
but not if it's the last one. Uh, now, I don't I don't drink, but right. I would well, I would I, never I, take the last of anything with of someone else's. Like even you if I'm by I mean? myself, no. I let it rot. <laughs> of course, who's supposed to drink the last beer? Well, you <laughs> the get, owner of it. You ask. You say, "Hey, Brett, my, like, my, if you're, my guess, if you're at your beer. house and you you simply have a, a one beer in the refrigerator, yeah." But the rule drink says it. never drink the last beer. I think that that's a you uh, ask. That's no. That's if you're in somebody else's house. I disagree. Oh. I would I would add to this. You ask for yes. That's what a sane person. That's the one caveat that's not and it's an important one. I'm out. You ask before you drink it, <laughs> Nick. Of course, of course. Mine. Come on. Did somebody eat there. my dinner too? Who yeah. <laughs> ate my groceries? Well, I didn't know they were spoken for. Look at that thing. They were in my trunk. <laughs> I'm not going to have this. <laughs> I didn't even put them away yet. I didn't put them away. They're freshly from the store. Well, no one seems to be eating them. These are mine. Is anyone going to eat this dead squirrel on 76? <laughs> Sit there. They no one claimed it. Thank you. All right. Uh, number nine on this list is don't roast a man in front of their kid. Don't. Yes. Roast. Yeah. yeah. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, yeah. That, that's that's well, anybody. If you, you if you have a good, relaxed relationship, like light razzing, perhaps, but you never say, uh, you know, you you don't. You don't go the way you would without of the presence of of, of kids and right. kids. Yeah, you the, you you know you have to have respect for your elders and you want them to have that as well. Okay, I don't understand this, so you guys will have to explain it to me. Uh, on this list, it also says never use another man's protein shaker. Always compliment the cut. I don't. Know. Anybody know what that means? Uh-uh. I have no idea what that means. Does that have to do with butt stuff. <laughs> if someone knows, text Some- us. Something from the gym, I guess. Right? I, I guess so, but compliment. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Always compliment the cut. I, I'm not familiar with this at all. Somebody would know. Somebody, somebody knows. So please. I uh, don't understand. Cutting of the weight. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, video we found called "The Best Protein Shake for Cutting Weight." Here's one featuring Arnold. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger shares his protein shake secret. Shake it up, men's health. Okay. You have to shake and you feel it's to go with the energy and the protein and the bowel movements that are six feet long. <laughs> <laughs> and this All kind right. of thing. All right, another and one is... And the fecal and the thing. Nick will not like this. You can have the last slice of pizza, you can have the last beer, but you cannot have both. All right, well, see, that's an amendment to the earlier rule. <laughs> It just said. No, he right. just said never take the last. This is beer. a different guy. These he are guys everything. submitting this. This is not oh, a definitive right. list. Nick, from a, then one I'll, I'll hang out with this guy. But the all other right. guy, is I don't think. I think you are. Fast. I think you're right on track. I think if you were there, yeah, you can't have both. And you, but there were uh, there was one beer left. You why people? I think you'd say, "Is anyone drinking this? Can yeah. I have this?" Right. But and you would simply ask. You would not take it. I don't even think you asked because you then put the the dickness on the owner of the beer to say no. You shouldn't even ask. You want to set the up. Yeah. It, I, it's a dick move to ask for the last beer? It, yeah, it's a dick move to put them into a position for them Somebody to may, decline you. If someone says they want it, I wouldn't think less of them for, for taking it. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I, so, most people the responsibility, no, you have it. Right? That's yeah. because they have well, to. They're, cur- they're then obligated, even if they wanted it, and they, they knew that that beer was there and, and yeah. they were going to have it, they are now, because you have put them in a position, if I say no, I'm going to look like an a-hole. Who are you going to be more comfortable around? Someone who asks or someone just takes because they're afraid of making no, you, don't you do look either. like an a-hole? You don't you do You just either. walk away and never come back? That's so it. that goes to the, you can't have the last you beer. You move out of the country? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. Uh, Casey's sticking to the rule. I'm moving to Tunisia. There yeah. was a last beer situation. I'm sure you understand. <laughs> 
All right, here's another one. I like this one. It says, the unspoken man up and deal with it, real men don't cry bull ass, uh, is, is bull ass. And it is. real men actually express emotions. I agree with that 100%. Now, there's, there's um, yeah, there's, there's I, I, I will watch a movie and I'll tear up. Um, you know, when my, uh, when my baby ducklings get whooping cough, yes. no. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, but I, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, the, and, and to, to make someone think that okay. it's crazy. Now there, I, I have been around guys who are, uh, who is it? John Boehner, who, who used to tear up all the time. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do uh, I, it's do... a little too much, but yeah, I, I, um, you know, I think within you should feel emotion. That's not Absolutely. something to be, to yeah. be yeah. castigated I, for. I think emotions is not manly. It'll make you explode. All right, how about this one? Stand when you shake a man's hand or a woman comes to the table. Yeah, that's polite. I, I do. F- I fouled on that yesterday. Did you notice that, Casey? What'd you do? You shook that guy's hand? Uh, I, uh, yes, and, I, shook did, a and woman? I stayed seated. Yeah. yeah, and I stood up. And you stood up. Yeah. Yep. I and was... it's only because... Uh, of... And the reason being is where he was. He was behind He was behind you. And I reached over and did like one of these. Uh, no, that's so... fine. I will apologize if I don't, if I'm like, if I don't get up and I, I extend my hand, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be lazy and, and, and shake the hand that way. It is a courtesy, especially if you're, if it's someone you know, if it's someone you're meeting the first time, you stand up. So proper etiquette and and i learned this when i was in uh high school because i was uh indoctrinated into a club called the turtles and, and lucky yeah the turtles uh don't think dirty what was their hit uh i i don't remember but uh turtles don't think imagine dirty. imagine you and me and you <laughs> is that them yeah it's got to be the only one for me is you and you for me so happy together so how is the weather? Um, so anyway, yes. turtles don't think dirty, and so you have to answer like three questions in order to become a turtle. And you have to remember you don't think dirty. And so the first question is, what does a man do standing up, a woman do sitting down, and a dog do on three legs? And the non-dirty answer is shake hands. Okay. And so that's where I learned that proper etiquette. And a man is actually supposed to stand up when he shakes hands. So uh, do you shake hands with your dog? <laughs> what is the what are the other two turtle questions? I can't remember the third one, but the uh, second one is uh, what sticks out of a man's pajamas that you can hang your hat on. All right, and you can't think dirty, <laughs> so not you don't want to say an erect. Uh, never mind, an erect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what sticks out of a man's sticks pajamas and you can hang your hat on? Mm-hmm. <sighs> sticks out of a man's pajamas. His foot. And you. Can- that's pretty good. That uh, is pretty that good. That is true. It's yeah. not the answer, but uh, your, your his head. head. Nose. His head. Yeah. Your head. Yeah. Oh, sticks out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And you don't remember the third I one. I can't remember the third one. You're no longer a turtle. No, you, yeah, no, you can't. You. You're betcha sweet ass I am. Yeah. <laughs> if Moses lays an egg on a barn roof. <laughs> One's a turtle, always a turtle? That's right. Okay. Right. That's right. Can I ask a question real quick? What, sure. Go back. What is the turtle thing? Uh so my buddy's club. my buddy's dad, he was like, you know, it, it was just we were on vacation. It was me and a whole bunch of the other guys, and it was just this fun little to eat thing. Chips. And I don't, uh, you know, I don't. They have a cl- is it like a? It, it's like uh, apparently it's like from maybe like the sixties or something like that. Maybe it's just like a, when the turtles were a fun sort of little. Got it. Club. Okay. You know, there's no there's no meetings. There's no dues to pay. It's their club. But if I were to say if I were to say to a guy, hey, are you a turtle? He would know what the response is if he was a turtle. Okay, that's like Cardinal Puff. You ever heard of Cardinal Puff? Once Mm. Cardinal, always a Cardinal. No. Okay. 
It's like a dick for yeah. <laughs> uh, Cardinal Puff was a it was a drinking thing, and I don't oh. remember what you had to do in order to become a cardinal. I forgot what it was, but there's and then there's a response or a handshake or it's, something like it's that. It's a very relaxed collective of people who understand the joke, right? Yeah, right. I, I I don't remember All right. to be honest. I could probably look it up and tell you in two seconds, but I'm going to move on with this. We're busy. Okay, thank you. All right, how about this? Uh, this is the unmitten, uh, unmitten, unwritten guidance. <laughs> Don't wear mittens. <laughs> Guys, don't wear mittens. Stop wearing mittens. Uh, all right, this one says, don't start drama if drama begins. Take steps to de-escalate. If the parties involved clearly just create drama for no reason, fly, you fool, it says. So don't start drama. Try not to exacerbate a situation. I yep. agree with that. All right, how about this? If your buddies ask how, asks how it's going, you should be able to talk about uh, the stuff that is happening instead of just saying fine and he should be willing to do the same for you the unspoken rule of just pretending everything is okay is why male suicide is so high <laughs> what jeez oh, okay. male suicide is high i would yeah. say this though also sometimes that's a rhetorical question mm. yeah and, it is and, and you have to know yeah. when it is a rhetorical question and when it's and not, not launch into a dissertation on why your life isn't where you want it to be yes cuz there are some people when you ask yeah. how you know hey how you doing They'll tell you how yeah. they're doing. And I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. I yeah. just meant, you know. Well, what I was saying. Yeah, there was a leak in the incubator. And right. <laughs> All right. There's just two more things here on the unwritten guy rules. It says if he's flirting with her, him, or they, we don't interrupt. Yes. <laughs> Let them work their magic. Don't yeah. try to. Don't try. And definitely don't try to move in, and and one up that person. Out you, flirt them. You never. Right. Well, that's C-blocking. Right. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. All right. And then finally, uh, men rules. When your friend's crush is around, he is the funniest one in the group. (laughs) So that's 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 being a wingman. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of part of that. Anyhow. So did you guys know that this turtle thing um, is uh, dates back to World War Two? The ancient and honorable order of turtles. Wow. No, I did not know that. So in case you Before has... I talk about December 7th, <laughs> I'd like to talk about the Turtle Club. <laughs> <laughs> it has its yeah, origins yeah, yeah. in, uh, wow, in World War II, and that's crazy. He, no one thought FDR would, he thought that we'd lead with the Pearl Harbor attack, but he wanted to explain what the Turtle Club is about. All right, Michael knows what the third turtle question is. I'm going to go to him. Hey, Michael, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Here's the third question. Okay. What's long, hard, and full of semen? A submarine. submarine, yeah. Okay. A submarine. That was the third question. Okay, interesting. All right, Michael, are you a turtle? You're sweet ass, I am. (laughs) All right, thanks, man. (laughs) See you, bud. You said that, too, right? Is that the response? That's the response. Oh, okay. No. A few people are texting in the middle question that's highlighted up there, Preston. All right, what is a four-letter word ending in K that means to have intercourse? Right. Okay, it's got the answer up there. Right, yeah. Let's see it. Uh, C word. No, it's not. (laughs) That doesn't end in K. It does. Yeah, that it does. ends in T. The male one. No. no. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I only know one C word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, talk. To have yeah. intercourse. Yes. These are, these are fun little mind, uh, you know. Yeah. It, by the way, if you want to hear the worst jer- jokes, absolutely, by far, worse than dad jokes, um, ask Alexa to tell you a joke. Oh, really? Uh, they Because they have to make them so benign and oh. generic <laughs> All right. that they're, they're just staggeringly bad. Okay. 
Imagine me and you. Okay. I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right. I didn't know it started off a cappella. No, this is isolated tracks. And the only version we tight. have. So happy together. If I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you belong to me, and these my mind. We gotta let this get in the chorus, yeah. Because we've gotta sing together. So very fine, so happy together. Here we go. Do you know he used to host? Um, he was on. He was on the New York radio for a while. On the, the lead the K- singer, the Turtles, K Rock. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. Uh, I forget his name, but he uh, he he wasn't that good. But he was energetic. Interesting. All right, that's our sing along for the day. We have to have at least one yeah. every single day. It happens. Uh, was his name Howard Kalin or Mark Volman? Oh wait, not Flo and Eddie. Uh, Flo and Eddie. What? Yeah, the Turtles. Flo and Eddie uh, does the weekend song that Pierre plays every week. Okay. I'm so sorry. All right. We, would, yeah. we could keep going on and on. Oh, with on. information you can certainly never use. All right. We will be back in just a moment. Oh. But, uh, yeah, no, no more. No, no more. Sorry. All right. That's it. Knock it off. Stop it. All right. You bet your sweet ass we are. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stop talking. <laughs> It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. Of blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Just a helpful uh, reminder about the coolest teacher. We want to congratulate again, Mr. Nick Del Dotto. We spoke to him earlier today. He was the winner of... Uh, coolest teacher for Unionville in Kennett Square and social studies teacher. Now we have chosen Pittman High School in Pittman, New Jersey. And so you guys get to vote. We'll take it up till about 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Text word teacher to 39333 for the voting link. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Coors Light. Uh, the President Steve Show is headed back to Keenan's in North Wildwood next Friday, May 27th, to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. And it's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Uh, what This is a terrible story. Kathy had it in news earlier this morning, but um, and, and there's a couple of stories. So one person is dead and another one has been rescued after siblings became trapped under sand while digging at a Jersey Shore beach on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, it happened in Tom's Island, or on, I'm sorry, at, at uh, Bear, on a Barry Island in Tom's River. 
uh, Tuesday, uh, and uh, the police were arrived for reports of juveniles trapped in the sand as it collapsed around them while digging. And I'm mainly adding this as just kind of a cautionary tale. Uh, we're starting to get into that season, yeah. and if you see people digging these, these really deep tunnels, you may want to ask them to stop. Uh, they were able to rescue a 17-year-old girl treated at the scene. Her brother was 18 and died at the scene. Uh, they were visiting the region from out of town. They were from uh, the town of... Um, uh, somewhere in Maine. Yes. Uh, but it's terrible news. And then there was another story. Right. A 13-year-old boy in Utah died from injuries sustained in a dune collapse last weekend. Park rangers believe the teenager had been digging a tunnel in the side of a sand dune at Coral Pink Sands a Sand Dune State Park. And it collapsed. Oh. And trapped him. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful park. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, staff began digging to find the teen after a family member witnessed the collapse at about 5.30. And he was located six and a half feet beneath the sand. They didn't get him out of there for uh, like 20 minutes. Uh, he was airlifted to the hospital and they, uh, they, they declared him dead. When the weight of sand oh. comes mm-hmm. down on you and you may not think about it. Oh, it's just sand. You can move your hands through it easily. But when a whole bunch compacts down on top of you, it, it is that avalanche effect. So it's just snow, but compacted and on totally. top of the weight, you can't move. Yeah, think about sandbags. Yes. I mean, they weigh right. a lot. Right. Sand yeah. uh, is, it, when it when it's, you know, in, in a, a, a mass amount, is, is very, very dense. So just keep that in mind. All right, so some other stories. Uh, some Sometimes hungry bears, bears will meet consequences. Workers in Sussex County, New Jersey, have finally freed an 89-pound bear cub's head from a plastic chicken feeder after finally locating the animal on a trail camera. This happened a week or so ago. Uh, the animal was initially spotted with its unfortunate feeder accessory months ago, and they couldn't find it for a while. And uh, last I week... I hope you've learned your lesson, Bear. Uh, the bear, I yes. Have. Stay out of the chicken feed. Sorry, Gene. Big fan. Uh, the bear was uh, sedated while workers removed the feeder. Uh, the bear appeared to be in good physical condition and uh, was released into the woods. Uh, it always just breaks your heart when you'll see an animal that's, you know, gotten its head caught in a jar or something. And it's, you know, it doesn't know what to do, obviously. Uh, not everyone has immediate access to Gene Simmons. No, no. Yeah. Uh, it is funny for a moment. Uh, but then you realize. Yes. Oh, my God. They're still reading the names. Harry. Of the five million chickens that died. Lenny, Lottie. It, in a fire recently, so Lino. he's going to read all five million of them. Antonio. So this honestly could take years. So we'll stick Carmine. with it. Carmine. Oh, Carmine. Gus. Lonnie, the third one. All right, we'll come back. Uh, this seems like a respectful thing to do. Uh, last week, students at a high school in Germany buried a classroom skeleton that had served as an educational specimen for generations of students. So they actually did like a funeral for it? Yeah, about 80 students, teachers, and town officials took part in the ceremony at a uh, cemetery where the bones of the unknown woman were buried in a small coffin featuring symbols of all major world religions. You're going to bury this uh, skeleton right now, and you're going to say bye-bye. The skeleton... The skeleton had been in the school's biology department since 1952. A lot of times those are Jane Doe's and John yeah, Doe's, and yeah. so I, maybe they, that's nice. They sort of felt a, yeah, yeah. it should be respectfully yes, yeah. laid to rest. Uh, and for years, students had pushed for the remains to be buried. The school took a DNA sample from the skeleton's bones, and they hope the result will shed, uh, results will shed light on the origins of the skeleton 
and uh, bio- biology lessons are now conducted using a plastic model. So they're like, oh, it's Hitler or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, why'd you turn yeah, out we, to be this horrible you bet you're a wonderful person in life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just feel so sorry for what's happened to you. We know you did good things. (laughs) Turns out. We'll get the DNA test back and find out. A team of marine biologists have welcomed the discovery of an endangered giant freshwater stingray during a recent expedition to a remote stretch of the Mekong River in Cambodia. How giant are we talking? This thing is huge. Like a manta ray? Steve, yes. It's like that big. Uh, Though they warned the biodiversity of the area was under threat. The stingray was accidentally caught by a fisherman uh, in a 260-foot deep pool. Uh, And the visiting scientists helped return the animal alive, by the way. Uh, Zeb Hogan, a fish biologist at the University of Nevada, said... Uh, finding the 400-pound stingray spanning four meters was very important. So 12 feet wide. Yeah, yeah. So this catch was significant because it confirms the existence of these big fish in wow. the stretch of a river. I think manta rays are amazing. Manta rays are obviously different in design, but uh, this is enormous. And this is an average? Uh, no, I don't know if it's an average or not, but uh, yeah, it's, it was a big sucker. Uh, the team used un- unmanned submersibles equipped with the lights and cameras as part of its efforts to study the deep pools in the area. Uh, this part of the river could suffer devastating ecological effects if proposed hydropower dams go ahead in the area, a statement from the team said. So they went in and, and they saved this animal, uh, which is cool. That thing is just gigantic. Look at that. Wow. All right, and then finally, an apparently studious alligator had to be relocated after it was found wandering around an elementary school in Charleston, South Carolina. A uh, concerned passerby called I hope police. They get on the AV team. After observing the alligator, according to Animal Control Supervisor Courtney Bales, the six foot reptile was spotted walking in roadways and through residence yards before making its way to the elementary school. Uh, Bales noted that when possible, officers will guide alligators to the nearest pond, but in this <laughs> case, there was no pond immediately nearby, so her team captured the reptile, loaded it into the truck, and took it up the road to a pond. Uh, video shows Bales and another officer jumping onto the alligator's back. And taping its mouth shut. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, so uh, these captures require careful maneuvering to make sure no one is injured. If you go back and watch some of that Steve Irwin stuff, man. It's crazy. It's insane. And that's what he would do, would jump on them. Uh, It's crazy. But yeah, it's it's wild that he didn't get killed by one of those. He got killed by a stingray. Stingray, yeah, which was in the story right before that. There you go. All right, that is it. That's all we have in the Bizarre File. Kathy! Yes! (laughs) I need a sacred text or a caller. Uh, I'm going to go with caller 10. Yeah. <laughs> All right, call number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you can give us the secret text word. We got a prize for you. Caller number 10. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Getting close to wrapping up. we got a couple more things before we do that. In fact, one of them is giving somebody some free stuff. We were looking for our secret text word, caller. And uh, number 10 is the number, and Sean is the caller. Sean is on the air. Hey, Sean, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, good it, morning. buddy. All right, thank you, sir. Do me a favor and tell me what our secret text word is for today. I believe you pronounce it Kubi. Kubi, yeah. That's correct. Hang on the line, buddy. Kubi, by the way, was Bill Burr's character in Breaking Bad. Right. And since you got that right, Sean, we sure enough are going to give you tickets to see him, Mr. Bill Burr, on Friday, September 16th at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, tickets are on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. And we got a random texter that we will award the same prize to, and that is Eileen West, who is from Glassboro, New Jersey. So congratulations, Eileen. You're going to see Bill Burr Friday, September 16th at the Wells Fargo Center. All right, today's lesson question. We have a prize for that, too, and we are going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And the question I think we're going to go with today is which band sings the song Aardvark Almanac? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Which band sings the song Aardvark Almanac? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss slub sub tastes the good as good as it sounds. That's yes. a good slub. And you know, I love that slub. <laughs> Man, I love that slub. <laughs> because fresh ingredients make a slub above. A slub above. Jersey Mike's. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Patrick Schwarzenegger receiving great reviews as part of the ensemble for the new HBO Max series, The Staircase. Patrick says his dad, Arnold, gave him the best acting advice ever, telling him that acting is the talking and the moving and the talking while moving and the looking and the things of this nature. Oh, my God. Travis Barker has revealed he actively sought to buy a home in Calabasas back in 2017 in the hopes of encountering Kourtney Kardashian because he knew she was the love of his life. This revelation has served as inspiration to stalkers everywhere who now realize it's really all about timing and real estate. Yeah. And finally, Jason Momoa continuing, continuing to apologize to fans who are offended by his recent visit to the Sistine Chapel where he took pictures. Momoa apologized for a new photo in which he positioned himself to look like God was reaching out to touch his ass. No. <laughs> All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the question. And we need to know which band sings the song Aardvark Almanac. And it is Eric that we're going to let take a turn on this. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning. All right, Eric, the band that sings Aardvark Almanac, please. ABBA. ABBA. You got it, buddy. Hang on, Eric. Uh, we're going to set you up with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card, and you can spring into seasonal specials at Bonefish Grill and enjoy jumbo shrimp skewers prepared in light citrus herb marinade or the Rockefeller Butterfish, all in uh, all to be paired with a refreshing strawberry citrus martini. Uh, visit bonefishgrill.com to reserve your table today. By the way, a slub is a real thing. <laughs> what, is, what is a slub? Nick just looked it up. Uh, a slub knit fabric. A slub oh. a slub knit is a fabric made with yarn that has an uneven texture. 
Uh, the places in the yarn that are thicker than the rest are called slubs. Oh, I've had um, people knit things for me where you that is the case. Oh, that's called the slub knit. I did not know that. In fabric. Is these... that accidental or is it on purpose? No, it's on purpose. The slubs make small lumps and create an interesting irregular texture. Uh, the slub also absorb color differently from the rest of the yarn, uh, heathering the fabric. A slub above. So there you go. That's what a slub is. So yeah, is this it... slub right here is a slub above this one. <laughs> yes, we see two slubs and one slub is above the other. It's a slub above. All right, let's do music news. <laughs> now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right. What are we doing? Oh, music news. That's yes. I pulled over uh, the wrong file. Well, you have so much uh, incredible news to report that you get confused. All right. It's brought to you by Garden State Home Loans, your local mortgage lender. And you can check them out today at GardenStateLoans.com. Pearl Jam drummer Matt Cameron has apologized for comments that he made about uh, late Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. Rolling Stone what? interviewed 20 of Hawkins' friends for the piece. But Hawkins' family members and Foo Fighters... Uh, bandmates declined to be interviewed. Hawkins' friends said that he was concerned about the band's rigorous touring schedule and didn't know if he could physically handle playing three-hour shows night after night. Cameron told the outlet uh, that he said that Hawkins had had a talk with the band before his health, saying that he wanted to take a step back from their upcoming rigorous tour schedule. He said he had a heart-to-heart with Dave, and yeah, he told me that he couldn't effing do it anymore. Mm. Those were his words. So I guess... They did come some understanding, but it just seems like the touring schedule got even crazier after that. Rep for Foo Fighters denied Cameron's claims, saying, no, there was never a heart-to-heart or any sort of meeting on this topic with Dave and uh, the management. Uh, Cameron also revealed that Hawkins agreed to continue touring with the band to be, quote, a team player. He said, a band like that is a big machine, a lot of people on the payroll, so you've got to really be cognizant of the business side of something when it's that big and that has inherent pressure, just like any business. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't but, sound like something he would make up, right? Foo, Foo, Foo Fighters rep also denied this, saying he never informed Dave and management of anything like that. The rep also denied all accounts of Hawkins' feeling of being burnt out. So Cameron took to Instagram to apologize. He said, when I agreed to take part in the Rolling Stone article about Taylor... I assumed it would be a celebration of his life work. My quotes were taken out of context and shaped into a narrative I never intended. Hmm. Taylor was a dear friend and a next-level artist. He continues. He continued saying, I miss him. I have only the deepest love and respect for Taylor, Dave, and the Foo Fighters family. He said, I am truly sorry that I have taken part in the interview, and I apologize that my participation may have caused, those, ha- caused harm to those for whom I have only the deepest respect and admiration. Now, on top of that... Chad Smith also released a statement. He said, Taylor is one of my best friends, and I would do anything for his family. I was asked to uh, by Rolling Stone to share some memories of our time together, <laughs> which I thought was going to be a loving tribute he deserved. Instead, the story they wrote was sensationalized and misleading, and had I known, I never would have agreed to participate. I apologize to his family and musical friends for any pain that this may have caused, and I miss Taylor every day. Rolling Stone gets called on stuff like that a lot. You know, where they really sensationalize things, yep. and they got, they got a bad reputation for that. So, okay. Well, that feeds into that for sure. Uh, Ghost will tour North America on the next leg of its Imperator, uh, and say, have support on all the dates uh, but one, and that will come from Mastodon. Uh, the new tour is, supposed, is in support of Ghost's fifth album, Impera, which was released in March, and the closest I saw on the uh, itinerary 
was in Trenton at the Cure Insurance Arena, and that will be Friday, September 9th. Is Ann Murray still on that tour? I think she is a part of the tour in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I think she's performing as one of the nameless ghouls in Oh, she band. is? Yeah. Yeah. Did that ghoul just sing Snowbird? Mm. <laughs> yep, that was her. <laughs> uh, with Pearl, jo- Pearl Jam drummer. <laughs> Pearl Jam drummer? Yep. Yeah, He's a slob above. Uh, We're going to play a new song called Slub. <laughs> But a thick part of when you're knitting and it seems to be a little bit denser. You like it. That's a slub. Yeah. Uh, Matt Cameron is still sidelined for testing positive COVID, and uh, the band tapped original drummer Dave Cruzen to sit in during his May 16th show at Fresno's uh, show. And although he joined the band on stage during his 2070 Rock Hall performance, uh, the gig marked uh, Cruzen's first concert with the band since May 25th, 1991. Wow. When he split the group due to substance abuse issues. Uh, while on the kit, uh, Monday night, uh, Cruzen tackled ten songs with the band, eight of which he originally drummed on. Ten um, songs or t- songs from the band, the album Ten? No, ten songs okay. with the band, eight of which he originally drummed on. But they, he, but he, they, they mostly were from, were from ten. ten, yeah. Yeah, because that, that's where he was the recording drummer. Yeah. So Eddie introduced Cruzen, and he said, when this all went down with Matt the other day, we started thinking about all the other people that we've been through. Um, we've been through some great drummers, some of the best. Uh, you know, that first record seems to be a record that affected so many people. Uh, but a friend that was playing drums at that time, the amount of shows that he got to play with us was fairly limited. And it looks like this week we're going to make, get to make up for that. So they brought him out, and he played. That's got to be pretty cool for him, man. That's still my favorite album of theirs. I don't know what he does now. I'm not sure what Dave Cruz and if he's... He removes slubs? Oh, he's slubs a slub remover. Oh, Look at all the slubs. Slubs are us. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, finally, this is interesting, uh, Debbie Harry of Blondie uh, fled from her suburban upbringing in Hawthorne, New Jersey, and quickly made her way to the mean streets of uh, late 1960s New York City. Harry, who's currently on the road with Blondie, spoke to Esquire, who pressed her about what she would be aiming for if she was a young woman hitting New York City today. And she said, I think that probably now I'd go into the sex industry. Uh, she said, I don't know, but that's a clandestine area, and I was always interested candid. in the clandestine. She yeah. said, that's what attracted me to the music world. And I don't know where you can find that so much these days. Uh, she was asked how old she was when she decided to make Manhattan her home and what exactly she was seeking out. She said, I don't know, 20. Uh, I was just at the end of, my, of being a teenager, and I, wasn't try- I was trying to find myself and I wanted to be an artist or to be in showbiz, and I wanted some excitement, some glamour, she said. And I wanted uh, out of what was expected of me, and I wanted to live. I would like to see a uh, a biopic of her. Oh, yeah. Because she was right at a lot, like the CBGB scene and all that stuff. And there's a point where she would have to account for her near miss with a serial killer. Yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah, so uh, that would make for a great story. Yeah. Yeah, hers in particular. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. Wrap up the show. Letter of the day for the word of the week. We'll be along as well. Stay there. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. 
I hope you've heard that there's a show by now on Saturday. The fact that it's going to be summertime temperatures and everything. But if you haven't, let us be the first to tell you it's going to be one hell of a party and you are invited. All you got to do is get a ticket. All right. WMMR.com for all of the details. We're going to be there like for a, a longer run at a absolute easy to go to location. So it's not like we're just doing the Blumkin for a little while. We're going to be locked in position. Yeah. We'd love to see you. It's a stage named after us. Yeah. So you bet your you bet your sweet ass as a turtle would say. Yeah. Right. Take that St. Louis Arch. Uh that that is where we will be. So make sure you stop by the Preston and Steve side stage for all the shenanigans. There will be shenanigans. Absolutely. Place. All right. Uh let's see. I would like to thank John Brazier for stopping by the Phil. He brought us uh, hamburgers with peanut butter and jalapeno jelly on them. And you would think, no, that's not going to work. Well, it works. It actually did. Yeah. And they sell them in Ashburn Alley. And there's a, uh, uh, they're playing the Padres tonight and tomorrow. There's a daytime, uh, you know, uh, business person special tomorrow, 105. So just heads up on that. Uh, thank you to also uh, teacher Nick uh, Del Soto from um, Unionville High School, who had uh, called in. He was coolest teacher of the year. Uh, up next is Pittman High School in Pittman, New Jersey. So uh, if you go to school there, just text the word teacher to 39333 and we'll send you a link that will allow you to vote for the teacher that has meant the most to you this past year. Uh, Pierre Robert, our forever teacher here yes. at WMMR, the professor. Hello. Hello. Pro- yes. Hello, my students. Hello. Nice to see you, Mr. Robert. Nice to see you, kids. Mr. Robert's opus. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, uh, I noticed a lot of you did not do your homework. <laughs> Where's my paddle? Yeah. Oh, God. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, but, um, you know, I was watching, uh, I, I'm a bit of a political junkie, so last night I'm watching the returns of the Pennsylvania um, elections, which took place yesterday, and um, it, it was very, it's still actually uh, tied on the Republican side, but um, the experts on all the networks were focusing on Pennsylvania, and I kept thinking of Kathy and Casey. Because they kept saying, well, now let's go to Bucks County. <laughs> you know, and they're, this is a national, you know, national yeah. uh, TV networks. Uh-huh. And then they go, well, we cannot ignore Delaware County. And Delaware, let's go to our guy in Delaware County. Let's go to our guy in Bucks County. And it, I, all I could think of was Kathy and Casey. Yeah. I think that's the next thing. Him and I have to run for something. For office. Yes. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I run for think, something oh attainable, like Comptroller. I am yes. afraid of the smear campaign, so I... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that. You know, it's a nice campaign. Maybe the case, though, Kathy, that because everything has already been dragged out into the sun on the show, that yeah, yeah, big deal. Like I think not. So it would have to be like we we have to get um, followers behind us, like for for something, whatever it it Hmm. may be, and and go head to head. Do you know that if uh, if we were to do that, and if you guys to campaign on our show, yeah. we would legally have be to obliged a... to give equal yeah. time oh, yeah. to all the other people running for office. Oh, all the other right. people. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, and that yeah. would be so amazing, <laughs> particularly <laughs> Daisy Chain, a bunch of politicians through here with Kathy uh, running for a head of the sewer department because uh, she has a great interest in in uh, the sanitation department and yeah. wanting to you know dive into all aspects of sewer and waste treatment. Or when Kathy says she wants to clean up this town, yeah. she literally Let means I, like yeah. tidy it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is clean. Let's get, our dust Let's get rid yeah. of the clutter. Right. That's what Look she means these, by like, that. She'll be mounting Preston uh-huh. on, those, on those salt trucks on the front of them would be huge Swifters. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Pink Swifters. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Swiffer, by the way. No T. 
Oh, there's no T? Nope, it's a Swiffer. Well, that's why I don't have one. S-W-I-F-F-E-R. <laughs> All right, what's up, dude? You want to oh, do the letter of the day? Yes. All right, let's go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... R, as in rock and roll radio. All right, and we have a stock car racing experience. It's a 10-mile drive for you or a and also a six-mile lap ride along. Ride along. Uh, for your guest at uh, Pocono Raceway. You're not sitting on the driver's lap. There's yeah. a, <laughs> What's your name, baby? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get behind the wheel of a 600-horsepower stock car courtesy of Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, City. You can shop South Jersey's best memorial sales event that's going on. Memorial Day sales at Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, City.com. Uh, new Wranglers, Jeep, Cherokee, Grand Cherokees. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, Challengers and Ram Trucks. All price to go, plus three years of no charge maintenance. Dodge Chrysler Jeep City dot com. Yes. My progressive lenses, uh-huh. I have to like really tilt my head way up high because this is written way up. I should stand up when I do that, actually. Uh-huh. All right. Anyhow, uh, what's up on the program today, dude? Well, I've got uh, a huge block of Chris Cornell. We will uh, celebrate his life. Sadly, is today, uh, today is the anniversary of his passing. Jeez. Uh, and um, it's already five years, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and last time he was um, visiting us was in this very room when he performed uh, right over there. Uh, It was amazing. Um, So um, we'll also celebrate a birthday of one of the coolest, most colorful characters and a band that go along with it, uh, Mark Mothersbaugh of Uh, Devo fame. has got a birthday today. We're going to block a Devo. Excellent. I I love love Devo. Devo. Yes. Yes, me too. Great songs. The Evolution. Uh, yeah, de-evolution. Yeah, you're right. Should play uh, Pearl Jam covering them at the Spectrum from that 2009. Cool. Yeah. yeah, they did on the Halloween show. They came out in the full costumes and did whip it. That, right, yeah. right. That was great. Love it. Mark does uh, movie scores now. He's does amazing. He really? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, wow. he did the he did. Um, what was the uh, the Thor movie? The second Thor. Ragnarok. 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 He no, did the, the Ragnarok. second one was uh, uh, Dark World. Dark, Dark World. World. Uh, but Ragnarok is the one that he. he did, uh, yeah. yeah, he did the music for that. He also did the music for the Lego Movie, the first Lego wow. Movie. Yeah, he's he's super duper talented. All right, I want to thank our sponsors, President and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme from City to Shore. Acme has everything that you need to prep for this summer season. Acme fresh foods, local flavors. Tomorrow on our program, I have been told. That we are in need of a major prize blowout. Oh. We have a lot of things to give away. All right. And we need to get to them before the weekend, so maybe tomorrow we'll have your opportunity to win a bunch of stuff. All right? That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, Fred. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba 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 ba